0: Happy International Women's Day, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Comic Book Chronicles. I... I am your host, Roddy Cat, and you can find me at Roddy Cat on Twitter and uh, Instagram and all that. Well, I don't know why I'm doing that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, News News Need on Twitter, News nerds Need Reddit, uh, CB Caps Instagram, you can find me all of those places. And with me tonight, my man, M- mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, you don't have a can of Colt 45, but nevertheless... Agent Agent underscore 70 on Twitter and Instagram.
1: And not hitting on women on International Women's Day.
0: (laughs) Indeed, indeed. He is not being trash. So, um, not with us tonight. I was about to say that would that would not have sounded right if I had if I had done that. What I was about to say, but not with us tonight. PCN underscore Dirt, and you could find him on Twitter at PCN underscore Dirt. You can find him at um, Pop Culture Net on Twitter, PopCultureNetwork.com dot uh, com. I knew uh, that. Excuse me, that Newsoysmail dot com. I need Comics dot com. <laughs> and also not with us tonight is the osiris of this th- of this thing uh one tim d o g g nine eight you'd find that that on twitter you can also find him at the click nation on twitter and that the uh c b cron on twitter and of course comic book resources where he's writing his face off here he's got a couple of good things coming down the line from from uh from uh what he's been tweeting about and saying on the 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 bike uh, channel, so you should go check him out. That's all I'm gonna say. Absolutely. Uh, so, with that, you can also find this podcast on the CSPN, and that's the Coastal of the Podcast Network, cspn.us. Do it today. Do it today.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> and you can also find uh, this podcast on uh, Google Play and Apple iTunes, aka Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and the Cold Leather Podcast Network SoundCloud link. And With all of that out of the way, we are going to get to this, um, this episode and try not to hit the update button of Chrome while I'm actually in using the Chrome tab.
1: That's always a bad idea. Trust. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I was like, I want to press the button. Don't press the button. Um... We're going to start off tonight, so we normally uh, record on every Thursday night, 9-ish p.m., because the ish is always something just like tonight, actually. But on this special, uh, well, it's not special, but on this uh, sliding scale occasion was because of Movie Code Protocol was in effect, so Agent underscore 70 and I both separately went to see the new Marvel film, Captain Marvel. Yes. So, so we're going to start off with a little spoiler-free yeah, like, lightish. Spoiler ish, yeah, yeah spoiler-free I'm lightest spoiler impressions bell. of the movie.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ring the spoiler bell anyway,
0: just in case. Yes, because <laughs> you
1: know you just have to be aware that we're talking Captain Marvel at the top of the show, so uh, you are forewarned. You may want to skim through the next few minutes. So yes, here
0: we go. This is great. This is basically the day of the recording is the day that it came out, or the day right. that it officially comes out, which we saw it on the Thursday. Which I don't know why. If, or now Thursday is not the official date because they was like it's from twelve. It starts yeah. Friday, but actually they've been doing Thursday Thursday nights forever and a day. They officially call
1: Thursday night preview night, right. and I you know my 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 guess is that it's because. Friday is the true start of the weekend. Thursday, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a lot of kids going. Um, you know, it used to be Wednesday
0: for was preview night, and then Friday would be the 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 um, the, the regular. No, night.
1: but like I said, they're not going to have little kids at the at the you know
0: anything before Friday. That's what they're assuming. So. I know. Yeah, but I was saying, like I remember a time when they first started doing you know actual preview nights, where, where a bunch of people outside of press could go. You know, now the press is like a week or week of preview or a week or so early. Right. You know what they used to do, was like one or two preview nights here and there. Like, I remember when that stuff whole thing started started with movies. Um, and that was like that was like a thing because it didn't happen that often, it didn't happen for every movie like it does now. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there because we're old. We're talking Captain Marvel, all
1: right. Um, so, what did you think about uh. Just just to give a quick kind of framework to the conversation and to what this movie is is really about, it's Captain Marvel's origin story. We're
0: talking that about that, yes,
1: and um, it's her origin story in the Marvel Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, yes, what did you that's, that's the discussion? Yes,
0: uh, yes, it is that, and also, um, great use of Kelly Sue DeConnick's, um, some would say iconic run of, um. Of Captain Marvel. I mean, after all, it is the run that made, that that brought her from Miss Marvel to Captain Marvel. You know. Right.
1: But so. in a sense, what we have to kind of remind people is even, you know, and this is very not... This is definitely not a spoiler because most movies do this uh, uh, kind of out of hand. They always streamline the origin. And some comic book character origins are more... Uh, easily adapted to uh, cinematic um, retellings because they're kind of short and sweet, kind of change a couple of the circumstances, i.e., uh, or e.g., um, Iron Man. You just switch the wars and you make Tony Stark a um, a, a defense contractor, you know, developing weapons for a war, and you, you kind of get to where Iron Man is. Right. Um,
0: that's and one of the... Not, and you're not uh, saying... You know a a death of a, a of a parent or parents twenty thousand different times to roll oh, right the story i mean that that's one, yeah,
1: yeah the, my 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 point being that um you know it's not you know it's uh, Captain Marvel's comic book origin is not that friendly to even being explained within two or three sentences uh it's you know <laughs> no, the character cannot. The, yeah, the character has been through a lot on the comic book page and has gone through lots of different phases. So I give the screenwriters a ton of credit in streamlining uh, Captain Marvel's origin. And of course, minor spoiler, they do have to tie it into the fabric of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I'm not spoiling exactly how it's tied in, but it's tied in to kind of like the the, the connecting fab, the connecting tissue, the connective tissue of all of the the, the movies in the MCU. And, you know, if if you've been following along uh, with the MCU, you kind of get where I'm going without really, you know, kind of read between the lines. Because they're all connected right now because of X. So you kind of have to, you know, think of it in that sense. So um, I like that... um, you know they, they they streamlined it so that it was kind of readily uh, understandable, but I still kind of was disappointed by the complete omission of the spaceman, Captain Marvel. But you knew you couldn't
0: get that. I mean, we got it in a sense, but right, but that was actually a combination of characters, right? Exactly, that, and that's what that, we're gonna that get to.
1: The streamlining, right? That right. was the
0: streamlining. So and and so I will go ahead and say right off the bat so i mean you if you follow comics a while that you kind of you may or may not and, and if you've car, um if you have followed carol's career in any way shape or form you will have probably found out the fact that her her uh like agent underscore agent seventy was kind of saying that her her uh origins kind of convoluted in sentences because yes. there's a lot has happened to her no, oh, and a lot has changed with her over the years. Just been who's right now or whatever the case may be. So
1: right, and we I definitely was about to would... say, at times as well.
0: Right. So we definitely and so they do they don't do the thing which is probably for the best because let's face it, most of that stuff is is irrelevant to the fact that she's Captain Marvel, she, you know. She, she's Captain Marvel now. Bam. You know, they don't do Miss Marvel, they don't do any of her other um, you know, her other stuff. They definitely don't go through some of the crazy uh comic book stuff that they you know that they've had had carol get into over they the
2: can't. years right they right. can't and some so, of it's
0: because it was tied to the to the x-men anyway so it doesn't really you know so you know and at this point x-men is still kind of on the cusp of um joining right. the, MCU. Still on
1: the outs, so yeah. they're so, not in the same uh continuity just yet.
0: Right. So um, there was reasons why they couldn't do all that. So I they say all that say this that they uh, like definitely with the streamlining. Um and since there was not no as AJ Seventy said, you know, there was not a previous Marvel to which we that we knew of, you know, prior right. to the movie bringing up and the uh the, the streaming lining. So uh with that yeah I mean uh, general impressions just right off the bat, you know, I I appreciated and enjoyed the way they did it. You mm-hmm. know, with the with the constraints. Actually, there wasn't really that much constraints that they really had. Because I mean, like,
1: uh, well, fine, but um, there is that. Yeah, that's the that's the only real constraint that they had.
0: I was well, going to I say mean, besides the fact that you know, hey, Cree Scroll War, all that kind of good stuff, and then getting to Marvel, and then getting to you know,
1: right, right, right. So here, so here's the thing, right? So we have. It's funny that you mentioned this. Um, this is this. I don't. I don't want to spoil. <laughs> like no, it's not. Really, it's 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 a weird. It's definitely spoilery. Oh excuse me. But I'm I'm trying to frame this the best way I can, and I think the best way to frame it is the characterization
0: of the scrolls and that's not a it's not a that, that's not I was going to bring that up. If you if you go where I think you are, I, I was going to that.
1: Right, The characterization and the and the uh, the motivation of the scroll characters that we are introduced to in this movie is not
0: the same as what we're historically used to.
1: No. And I think <laughs> that if you are coming into this you're obviously not coming into it cold because you're more more likely than not have seen um, previous Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. But you may not be as well-versed or as versed. Let's not toot our own horns here. We, you may not be as versed in the comic book lore as
0: we are. And my Spidey sense would, was some screaming. Some would say we are not, but when it, that's, right. a, so, 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 that's a whole other situation. But Right. But my, my Spidey sense
1: was screaming. Throughout the whole movie, waiting for like the other shoe to drop, right. waiting for something that was because... a couple
0: things I was actually waiting to happen and that never did. Um, right. and all I'm going to say is, is who would have thought if, if it you was have...
1: based off of, I was just letting me finish the thought, it was just sure. based off of the characterization of the scrolls, right? Which we... brings me to that just because, that we, yeah, just the ones that we meet here in the movie, obviously.
0: Well, yeah, but even still then, though, which is still going to bring me to what I was about to say, who would have ever thought you would have, um, and this is slightly spoiler, but slightly not, if you don't know the comics, then none of this matters, but who would have thought you would ever get, um, be able to say, guess what? They made Skrulls sympathetic, sy- sympathetic characters.
1: <laughs> I didn't even want to go there. I was just talking about, like you know, just, just the characterization overall was just out that you know just right. so opposite to what you expect,
0: right? Because again, if you've been into comics, only you 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 know the Kree scroll world and you know both sides for being what they're supposedly are, you know exactly. exactly. And neither one of them on the right of things, but still one has a slight bent to it to, than the other.
1: Well, yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> all, 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 I could just you could if you could just see. The look on my face, like through like three quarters of this movie. Watch the video. And, and, uh, whatchamacallit. I probably said it out. I can't even, I can't say it out loud <laughs> because, you know, just like all I have to tell, uh, the ladies and gentlemen and the kids at home who are listening, watching, and listening on podcasts in the near future, my spidey sense was tingling, was, was, was screaming, mm-hmm. you know um at you know just just going like a five alarm fire throughout the, most of the movie because I couldn't grasp what I was seeing in terms of the characterization of the scrolls now I'm beating it to you know I'm beating a dead horse here but you know when you watch this movie you'll understand what I mean perfectly
0: right which and so and tying it back to the run that this was taken off of I don't even know if that even well obviously at this point at that point in, Marvel Comics history, in this part, which was only probably, what, a good five, or six years ago, if uh, uh, for, if that, I can't remember, but I don't even think the scrolls play any part of the actual, uh, of Kelly Sue Takani's actual run, which is beside the point, but...
1: Right, I mean... I don't think so either.
0: But uh... a lot of the movie is taken from that run, and the 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 more important parts of that run have been taken from that Including with the, including some of the streamlining of, of her origin, which right. that art kind of played a little bit of something with also.
1: Right, right, right. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's, I'm looking at my notes and I see the big capital letters that I wrote, you know, what, what my initial thoughts were. And I'm not spoiling. I'm not going to say it because it'll spoil.
0: Sure. Um,
1: all right. Uh, What did you think of Brie Larson's performance?
0: Yeah, so I, okay, I'm not going to be like some people, uh, because I know, well, so she did all right, let's put it that way, I mean, but you, in the trailers, you kind of could see where it was going, Right. however, there are people who have based that as the whole thing, and that's a problem. Because I've even had and the, 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 whatever the person probably is not even want to watch this. Some when I said I was watching the movie, somebody was like, uh, "She ruined the movie for me. I'm not gonna watch it until it gets to Netflix." Blah 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 blah. I'm like, "How did you? How did she ruin a movie that you haven't even seen? You haven't seen none of none of it about it except for the trailer. That's whatever. But you can tell some things from the trailer, and she. I like to think that she did the best she could with what she had. I guess." I she doesn't necessarily and she didn't even in the trailers and we probably even mentioned this before, she doesn't necessarily totally scream Carol to me. Mm. Uh, and even in the movies uh, and at a lot of the parts still didn't. Right. But I think she did alright. Like she was she, she was definitely not the best part of the movie. But she, she was still alright with what she, what she what she what she what she did. Right. Like, so if a that makes any sense. Things.
1: Right. So a couple of things. Mm-hmm. It's tough to see her. as, It's because oh God. I wonder if it's because we're we're looking for someone who's built more like Charlize Theron, but even bigger, yeah. um, like taller, but like well, kind of like so I think more, more you know. But but I hate to say this, but kind of a not you know like a, uh not quite as uh you know big as a She Hulk you know, but definitely more imposing. And I think that's one of the downsides of casting someone that looks like her because she actually looks like a black widow, you know, like you could see her in the cat suit. I'm not
0: sure if and... I can at this point, but yeah, I, I guess you're so. Well, because she looks athletic and she looks slender and she could move, but well, she's more know... life than anything. You're right. But so. Right. That's
1: my point. Like in yeah. terms of just, you know, how we kind of envision what Captain Marvel looks like. But, but at the she, same
0: time, she did put in some work. She, you know, you can see right. the training videos are out there. So it's not like, she, right. you know,
1: you know, Oh no, no, she's not. Listen, she's not like a wave, but
0: right. So, so but I but, mean,
1: but, but I, I don't want to get too far afield from what I was actually getting at in sure. terms of the performance. Um, what I found is that, and you could tell I actually, you know, was writing notes down since last night and during the day today. Um, It took me, it took a while, I thought, for her to really capture a heroic voice. And it actually makes sense because this is her hero's journey, Mm -hmm. you know, discovery of like finding out who she is. That's literally this movie. And that's not spoiling too much because we all know that at some point she starts out as very, very green suited and ends up in a different suit. So, um, there's a journey involved for the character, and I think that she finds her voice when she finds herself. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of it, it felt like she was Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers, like, in you know, kind of in full possession the purpose of, of the family. movie. Right. Right. And that's the purpose. So, some of the lines that you hear her deliver, she's still kind of questioning who she is. And it's not very confident. It's not very, like... You know, um, uh, and I'm talking about, and, you know, obviously we're, we don't want to spoil how things start and where, where things are in the middle, but even in the, in the, st- at the start where she's supposed to be kind of, you know, settled into a certain character, uh, you still don't get that, you know, you know, there's still kind of a, uh, you, you can kind of hear something being off, and I felt like th- this was a natural progression from the start to the end of the movie so i i think that we may have misjudged how well she would capture that hero or heroic voice um just from what we saw and heard
0: in the trailers i agree and slightly disagree so because i have seen i have seen um the points a similar points to what you're making and i kind of agree with it because it's like well at the, green, at the beginning of this movie she they basically i have seen people say it was like well she doesn't necessarily have a personality because she's building it during the course of the movie and part of that's kind of true it's a yeah she's building she's re, recapturing her own
1: personality right <laughs> so
0: uh, of, but at the same time i'm sitting here like well so there's there's I guess this is where a problem with being a comic book fan, knowing the character kind of is a kind of is a slight problem. If you're going into the movies, right? because you are, you, you think of a character a certain way and uh, you think, well, the character, none of that really comes out, even regardless of the fact that she's still trying to find her, her um, personality during the course of the movie. You know, there is something to build off of that could have been better expressed if and as much as I hate to say this, if someone else probably somebody different probably could've have, could have could have brought it out a little bit differently. Um but
1: In terms of the performance, okay.
0: Well, in terms of performance and personality, yes. Okay.
1: Um
0: but that being said, so going back to um her Her build and all that kind of stuff, but this is she's she's a younger she's a younger lady. This is a a younger Carol, essentially. Yes. Um. So everything you just said kind of plays more into that. So let's
1: let's keep in mind. Yeah, I was about to say let's keep in mind for the comic book folks out there. Shout out to the comic book folks. But Captain Marvel, we know in. The comics
0: has seen some has stuff, has rank, been around, has is much older and experienced. And
1: actually, if I'm not mistaken, has the rank of colonel. That is absolutely true. True. And colonels <laughs> don't become colonels overnight.
0: No, that's usually a good twenty that some odd years is for, at least. Right,
1: that, is, that is an earned title that takes time and effort, and ultimately, as you said earlier, this is a very young Carol. So they've kind of um accelerated her ascent to Captain Marvel, you know for a lot of reasons mm-hmm.
0: so it's not the same character that we know like I'm not even sure if we get her I don't remember if they even like to show a dark you know parts of a dark tag. I don't even know if they show her rank oh no, they do show her rank during the um as a matter of fact, well they do show it. I do not want to give it away because that there is because that part of the movie is it could be partially spoilerish I think you know the part. With a certain, uh...
1: Yeah, where they show a picture.
0: Yes. So, they do show it, and I, I can't remember what actually her, um, what the rank was, now that I'm thinking about it. I
1: don't, I, honestly, I don't think it was Colonel, because... No, I don't think it was. Um, she's not in command of anybody, she's a test pilot, um, you know, th- and we're also going back to a time in the 90s, they actually bring this up, and this isn't even spoiling too much, when uh, women weren't allowed to fly combat missions, right? So,
0: which there's, again, only so
1: much, there's only so much advancing they could do in rank,
0: right? Which again, there had as a matter of fact, who uh, Kelly comics run kind of brought that up, and not only that, but I believe it was Secret Wars, or there was some. No, it wasn't Secret Wars. It was an, It was a. Um, it was another arc in her run. I think had also uh, dealt with that as well, but again. Um, so again, like I said, we're getting we're not getting the, the comic book Carol in a sense because, like I said, the comic book Carol's kind of been through stuff and it's been a while and this and other. And they could have done that mm-hmm. in the movie, uh, but they chose to go with a quote unquote younger one because obviously this, the movie, uh, you know, is set in the nineties.
1: Right, and it only ha- and it and only has much time to play with. Right,
0: right. So, and they would have probably they it could arguably be said that they would have had to put a little bit more work in than they, than they, than the, than they had quote, unquote, the time to do, you know, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. in, in this movie in the times that that's come up. Right. I mean, that could be a knock that might not be, but if, but that being said, like I said, she did what she could with, with what she have. And like I said, given the fact that there's a younger Carol and, you know, and other factors, you kind of have to give that a little bit of, you know, get a a little bit of a pass. Did you see it in 3D? I did not, because I don't usually watch in 3D. Ah. So just as a a quick aside, the 3D in this was Hmm. pretty
1: good, especially the first half of the movie.
0: Right. Although, really enough, they they showed, I I don't know, so I haven't been to too many 3D movies uh, as of late. Do they do the preview, a lot of the previews in 3D also? or. Okay. Yes, not
1: all of them usually, but
0: uh, uh a few. That's what I thought. Cuz there was so so I went to a 2D movie and I mean a 2D yeah, a 2D dream and there was a 3D preview of Dumbo in the in the mix of all of the other previews. I'm like, "Wait, did I come That's into the wrong up. movie?" Somebody, somebody messed up and yeah. cut that. In.
1: Real or whatever. So yeah, yeah I, was I was like,
0: wait, did I come into the? Did I get the, the round to ticket? Because I was like,
1: that's actually not nice because what? then you're just looking at the 3D lines. It's a
0: mess. Them. Oh, it's screwed. And my eyes are already bad enough as it is. was like that just screwed me up for a minute. I was like, oh yeah, and I was like, and I had to look around the, the movie theater. Was like, is anybody else wearing glasses? Because I'm like, wait, what's yeah. going? No, no. Yeah, but anyway, that's that's, not- that's you know that. But that being, that's that's has nothing to do with the action movie. That's so cool. there's a couple of things getting getting into slight little bit of me and stuff that was kind of weird speaking of the effects okay. um colson looked freaky like freakishly young yes <laughs> i was like oh my god what they, did they do they did, they
1: did an incredible job making him look like a baby face you know like he was fresh out of whatever academy or whatever
0: um but it was like like scarily freaky also i'm like what is what, what is going on here what did it do the cost and of course nick fury but i've seen nick fury i mean i've seen samuel L. jackson in prosthetics that have him look like that because you know that first triple x movie right you know while he was younger than he is now still was still there was some you know and yeah, i thought and obviously they've acknowledged that they've digitally de-aged yes both,
1: both of, of those these characters,
0: characters so. Mm-hmm. so there is that um, like I said. I
1: was happy to see him. It made me like, a, like at uh, they gave you know, it seems like they gave each character at least a, a couple of decent lines. Yeah. And Although I was Coulson, happy that Colson got a good line in there.
0: Yeah, but sadly though, Colson wasn't in it a whole whole lot. No, no, no. So, which, you know, I guess maybe may or not make sense, you know, given his rank at the time. And actually, I didn't so I was kind of worried about it for a minute because I was like, "Wait, are they?" Well, I thought before it was brought out the fact that they were actually with Shield. I was like, "Well, wait, who are they? Who are they with? Are they with the, like the FBI or something?" And then it finally brought us up in the later on and halfway through the movie. Well, not halfway through the movie, but later on. I was like, "Okay, so it is Shield." So I was like, "So yeah, oh is...
1: yeah, they they definitely flash the IT pretty, you know, you know, like once once we establish." um that uh, they're in the movie they flashed it like right there in that sequence
0: well so when they when it first came up they flashed it but we didn't see it so and we, so we didn't get to see the fact that he was with shield until it got brought up later on oh okay i could have sworn that they that he said it though he did he did like oh, okay. it was like it was a few it was a few couple of scenes later when, okay. when when he said it but um
1: I got you. I got you. I got you.
0: I say what you mean. Like,
1: yeah, not when, when they're, when they're, uh, whatchamacallit, when they're,
0: uh, uh, the God, I don't want to spoil yeah, try not to spoil it. Yeah. They're first, when
1: they first hit the screen, yeah, you're not sure.
0: Right. Oh. So that was like a thing. like, okay, so now we've established that, but you know, there were some things that still, was, right. whatever they say. Um... See, uh, effects aside, like the action was great. I mean, just to kind of kind of move this along a little bit, like the action was pretty much great. There was, I've seen people say that there was a buddy cop vibe to it, and I could see that. Oh yeah. So with uh, with uh, with Fury and and uh, and Carol, that which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this was i'm not gonna say well we haven't seen the movie yet because it's not out yet which but if we will in a few minutes i don't think it's going to be quite the comedic take as the other captain marvel movie is going to be
1: i think that one's a little over the top
0: probably um, well we'll see yeah. when it, we'll get to that point but yeah it seems like yeah. from the trailers but
1: exactly unless they're showing us all the jokes and then we're just going to be disappointed
0: and right? that was going to be yeah that's going to be a problem if that's the case
1: right so um I was so very, very glad that bad things didn't happen to a lot of the supporting characters. Yes. Yes. Uh, and you see how broadly I characterized this because I was very worried that certain supporting characters were going to be uh, I am star-
0: right. There, I was exactly because especially when.
1: Be Sacrifice for the sake of the movie. Mm-hmm. And knowing that they come out of it, I'm just like, good.
0: I had that oh. same thing, because I was so worried. It's like, oh, Lord, please don't let whatever happen. And yeah. so, so, this is like, oh, come on. Um, yeah. I will I will say, however, speaking of, um, this is a slight spoiler, but it's not. We mm. do, and this is probably jumping ahead slightly a bit, but we do get to find out some things that we have, um, we find out about a couple of things that we have previously known about in the MCU. In fact, starting out the MCU to, well, in the beginnings of the MCU, let's put it that way,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that we did not know how that happened, which slightly, one of them slightly anticlimactic, but yeah. played to an effect. I was like, okay, we'll, we'll let that go.
1: Right, right. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I actually had a note on that. Um, I'll let that one, you know, like we don't want to spoil anything like right. that. One. Um, I mm-hmm. wanted to just, uh, you know, what do you think of the other actors like Jude Law? Oh, uh, I mean, so... You know,
0: Okay, so Jude, Jude Law did Jude Law did all right. It's weird because I, for some strange reason, I, I, um, he is not Paul Bettany, and I know he is British, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. But for some strange reason, I kind of confused the two, and they don't look that much alike.
1: Yeah, I was about to say they don't. <laughs> but so, okay.
0: but that being said, for some strange reasons, I was like, was he gonna turn into a vision for? The-? But like I said, that's just me being stupid. Um, but I think he did all right. There is a part uh, the part that I appreciated the most was their uh he's in Carol's last interaction. let's put that okay okay um th- but that said, you know, and knowing uh the run of the book that th- that the character was taken out of it's like okay, not necessarily the same, but I mm-hmm. they 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 still put apart the points, sure um and so. You know, they, they, they took some liberties with that character in that run, in the comic run, but it still worked out all right. Because like I said, no one really knew too many, much about this section of the, you know, a lot of this is fresh game in the MCU anyway. Sure. So it doesn't, a lot of it doesn't matter. If they were going to do it properly, they would have had to build it up, built up a whole lot of other stuff, which wouldn't have had, wouldn't have made. I got had a lot of time right. to do. All so, right, so we're going to wind down our talk, but I wanted yes. to do a couple of quick
1: rapid-fire points. I don't know if you want me to uh, spin it up. but it. Um, All right, we're going to spin up. We're going to do rapid-fire points on Captain Marvel so we can move on to our comic book reviews.
0: Oh. A little bit of that going on in the movie, too, but that's, you know...
1: All right. So I wanted to say that the music was consistently good. Yes. Um, Definitely brought up, uh, you know, lots of good memories. Um, I wanted to also mention that 90s-era tech will make you laugh and groan. Especially if Um, you didn't live through it. Right, because, well, it'll make you laugh and groan at the same time if you live through it. Um, Mm -hmm. So there are some nice points on that. Um, It was cool having some insider, as a comic book fan, information as to what a certain alien name is and what that means because i heard from people around me in the movie theater what's a blanken so that you know blanken rhymes with rhymes with what um i'm talking about so yes. that was nice because it was a surprise to them and i was just waiting you know kind of you know
0: with bated breath i so i know what you're talking about and i kind of clapped when they actually said the name right and i was like well it was like it was, it was like a because I was like, I know that not, not that many people knew right. about that character or that species, whatever the case may be. But anyway. Sure. And 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 a uh,
1: couple of last quick ones. I'm probably in the minority, but damn it, I wish they hadn't screwed up in humans because now that the Cree, the Cree have been kind of established in the MCU, you know, since uh Uh, whatchamacallit, since uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on TV, since Mm. Captain, uh, not whatchamacallit, since Guardians, yeah. And now that they're really like front and center, this would be a perfect time to have inhumans introduced. You know, they could have waited, you know, like where Eternals is kind of being played up, they could have waited to really do inhumans now.
0: This is when they could have dropped them in, yeah.
1: That's what I wanted to make but possibly, it was that
0: whole hey we can't do mutant so we got to we got to do something so right
1: exactly that was like a rush. i think that was you know that decision was rushed way too fast um cuz i i i i would love to see Black Bolt in full costume you know on the movie screen
0: Well, i said there
1: is it's yeah still saying, well,
0: there's there still is, yeah i about to say there is that um that uh series right and <laughs> i think um I think that
1: pretty much takes me through my rapid fire points. What do you got?
0: Um, let's see. Like uh, going back to what I said earlier, I do like I I do like and appreciate the fact that Marvel was still a factor. Uh, mm-hmm. The way they were a factor was it was a basically not only a dual role but kind of a triple role in a sense right because they kind of streamlined two different characters i still so i'm i i know from Suit* to comic run uh there was a character that they were going to put in a movie that i still think the marvel character here still kind of, took bits yeah, from
1: exactly exactly i definitely agree with that that's who i thought it was yes
0: exactly and and it was like there was and there was there wasn't much that could tell you different and i still think that they that that was the case mm-hmm. uh without you know, the backstory and the history p- between the two characters and, you know, um uh, as known in the comics. Uh, the action was good. The buddy cop's Nose was good. The There was a couple of times where there was a... And I don't know if this could have been the crowd I was in. There there were... The the laughs from the audience were in some, some weird places. Okay. From a section of the audience. And I don't know if that was like... It was like, what, are these people drunk or... You know, okay. whatever the case may be. But a lot of outside of that, there was a lot of other stuff that was like, okay, yeah, this is well placed. Like I said, the nineties era was pretty good and, and um something else I was gonna bring up. it was light without being over overly crazy with it. Right.
1: Right. Like we've seen too many laughs. Yeah. You know, like Guardians two. Um right. you know, this there was a nice balance to this and I I felt like it was a locomotive that was slowly picking up speed. And I think that's a really fair and probably
0: perfect movie.
1: Right. And like you said, you know, and and you know, exactly what you said. And like I was saying earlier, it's the hero's journey. You kinda of have to get through that to get to the point where you're establishing the hero. Right. Um uh just real real quick, um you've seen news about this um and it's not really a spoiler, but make sure you're in your seats before the movie starts because that's
0: where the tribute is. Oh yes. And Lee, yes. and it's beautiful. It is. It is awesome. Yes, I, I, I was like, oh, and, and matter of fact, people were clapping when that, when it, when. Oh that yeah. So yeah, we it, totally
1: clapped. Yeah. We totally
0: clapped once we realized there was
1: because uh, you see it immediately once you realize there's something different. Everyone's in hushed tones, and then you know, like once it ends, that's when everyone clapped.
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that was well done. I was, was like, okay because first I was like, what? Oh, right. no. Okay.
1: So, and 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 mild spoiler: Kevin Smith had to love the actual cameo that Stan makes. Yes, yes. So that's you know, like if you if if you think really hard, you might figure it out. But once you see it, you'll laugh. Yes, yes. Realize
0: why he. Um, and speaking of after cameos, um, and speaking of Kelly Sue DeConnick, I don't remember seeing her name in the credits. I wasn't looking. Sorry. Um, like, cause they did, you know, they do the special thanks. But from what I heard, and I don't know if this is true, I saw like Jim Zub said that there was a cameo of her in the movie,
1: and I missed it. If that was the I, case, I missed it. Honestly, the only time, the only movie where I actually saw the the the, the, the comic creator cameos was Thor, right? The first Thor, because I remember seeing, um, Jay Michael Straczynski, cause I had seen him at a con, so I recognized him. He was in the scene where they're trying to pull Mjolnir um, out of the pit. Right. And I remember oh, really? seeing Walt Walt Simonson is at a, a, a table in Asgard dressed as an Asgardian. At the end of that, when they're like around the table eating, and right. I remember seeing him. But other than those two, I you know, it's hard for me to really uh, pick out you know,
0: the, the creator. So I'm gonna look for right. and now uh, if you know what Kelly Sudan looks like, she's she's a very noticeable person. You usually right, especially hair. Her hair. Exactly. So now I'm, that I
1: think about it, it's supposed to be on a scene that involve that, that's in the trailers. Probably. It's not it's not in I don't think you actually see her in the trailers, but it's one of the famous scenes in the trailers that involves right. hitting an old woman.
0: Right. And and that that would be my brain. Right, my brain wasn't focused on that. She must be in that. So and exactly, and that was like, and I was like, and you know, obviously, you do a sweep. You know, whether you you know whether you're looking for people or not, you kind of do a sweep. Was like because you never know. And again, the Stanley, uh, the the Stanley cameos, kind of. You know they they point that out but nevertheless it was like yeah you never know so and yeah she was that was probably more than likely seen. scene and i and I not totally miss it if that was the case yeah. um so to kind of bring this on home um and actually we're, I'm not spoiling obviously stay after the movie because there's there's a mid credit scene and uh in the credit scene so right. I guess real quickly um what did you think of those? Um,
1: I liked it. It's hard to know when they fall in time, or at least the first
0: one, the mid credit, like exactly how much time has. Passed. I was arguing. I would argue about the second one. Well, we actually we kind of know, but you know, we right, have a frame.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: We have a frame, but we don't. Uh, we we can kind of assume that it wasn't that far out because well, there's a see without giving it away there's a you know. Well, we can assume a couple of things going into to to, to the credits, but we still don't know because it wasn't specifically right. said.
1: Right, and 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 I think what Roddy Cat, I mean, you have to understand there's a, there's certain objects in the MCU that have, uh, let's put it this way, they've traveled quite a bit since their introduction in the MCU, and this particular
0: object, we know how, how sure. where it got from. We As know where sure, they got right, it from.
1: Exactly. What I was going to say is. It's traveled between movies, and this sort of fills in a gap.
0: Actually, and brings it technically back to the beginning.
1: Yeah, I mean, it kind of restore. It kind of brings it back into the possession of a particular uh, group of people.
0: Yeah. So, and then you're left to fill in some things.
1: Exactly. Going exactly. back
0: ten, some of years for so. Um, um, let's see. The the so the meat credit ones was obviously the one that sets up, you know, going into the next movie, which is in game. Mm-hmm. I liked it for the most part, but at the same time, but there was a part of it that I was like, really, just pop up, huh? Like not just like oh, not no grand entrance or anything.
1: Really? I was more than I was more than okay with that.
0: I, I mean, was it was more, cool, but it was more, like more you know. than okay with that yeah I was expecting a little bit more it was like you know just a, a little bit more to it but and maybe in game may may i don't know
1: I think the surprise factor more than anything was what they were going for
0: I mean so, it was't it 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 would have been more of a surprise if they hadn't put that in there. let's put it that way because you know obviously there there, there, there needed to be a bridge to 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 movies and that would have been the bridge right and that was the bridge actually going you know coming out of uh, infinity war. Mm-hmm. so I'd be shocked if they hadn't, but at the same time, it was like, okay, and just, you know, boop. <laughs> right. But it was still, like, the, up until that point, it was like, okay, yep, here we go, here we go, here we go, This is and then, you know, alright, cool. <laughs> right. And here we are.
1: Exactly, exactly. Alright, so that, you know, we went a little bit <clears throat> at length um, on that, but we definitely, and, I think, stuck to our guns and didn't spoil too much.
0: Yeah, surprisingly. So,
1: so I, you know, uh, I would recommend... The listeners and viewers of the Compa Chronicles to go out and watch this movie. Um, It's worth your time. It's a lot of fun. Um, You don't want to be
0: treated like diagonally cut toast,
1: right? And 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 as and and if you've been listening, you know, bear with the movie because it is a hero's journey and it doesn't start with the hero being you know kind of running on full cylinders. It actually
0: kind of jumps around slightly, but you know, it kind of falls into place. So, Um, oh. was, going back to a particular piece of movie, uh, a music that they that they use, not surprising, but you have also heard this piece of music in other Marvel properties, in another set of Marvel properties specifically, and I thought it was like, well, I guess they got to get that money out of that, get out, get their money out of using that, so from it's, a well-known '90s band that I'm sure a lot of people like, I'll just leave it at that.
1: Well-known '90s. Now you got me thinking. I'm mm-hmm. trying to go through. I'm trying to go through all the, all the music. We may have to talk about this after
0: the show. Sure. Just to so not spoil anything. But that being the case, let us move on and get to the comic books of the week. Comic books of the week. And we'll, well, you know. Well,
1: well at the hall of
0: A little bit of brevity, but not necessarily rapid fire. Um, at least up until the point, because actually, half a is probably rapid fire anyway. <clears throat> Uh, we're gonna start off with Avengers No Road Home number four. Sure. Well, which, you had some decent thoughts on this. I mean, and possibly could have been said in um in um Rapid Fire. But yeah, so this is the issue where we get the backstory on uh the, the, the main baddie and her crew. Sure. And their backstory. So obviously there is there's a mythological bent to this, you know, uh from the Greek pantheon and the dealings they're in with that. So we get flowing through that that whole thing. um, And a lot of, ex, you know, a good bit of expedition, although it's not wall to wall text like some other writers that we know of. And, you know.
1: Right. There's it. a lot of it because it's it was helpful for me because I've been a little bit put off uh, by the story so far because it's another, you know, heroes chasing after stones at the ends of the universe. And or I kind of like yeah. that. And I kind of like that uh, this issue had enough exposition to set the to, to reset the stage and kind of fill us in. Um, there's a line at the end of the issue by mm-hmm. the Hulk, and I was telling this to Roddy Cat earlier, that reminds me of a Ray Charles song that was made famous a second time in the 1980s during an episode of The Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. So uh, folks of a certain vintage who uh, remember that and remember uh, the um, – the featuring of a uh, particular Ray Charles song with the entire Huxtable family.
0: Because you um, know this time is the right time.
1: Exactly. There is your hint. So that was a great callback. Yes.
0: Um, and actually, speaking of that last page, I said in my notes that this the last page could have been a velvet painting. <laughs> because, like
1: a, a velvet painting on a scroll, right? Exactly. Oh my
0: goodness! Because of what you know, what you get to see, it was like I, I felt sorry for the for the poor horse. <laughs> That's all I was saying about that. Um, but at the same time, I was like, well, you know, hey, it's you know, it's it's sure. not a natural horse, so sure. But yeah, sure. there was there was definitely some paint, velvet painting vibes with that uh, last page.
1: Right. You want to um, stick to Avengers or to do Avengers sixteen?
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and do Avengers sixteen while we while we're there.
1: I actually have this as a potential click of the week because I really like the developments of this issue. Um, You know, it it, it really moved a lot of the moving parts of the story further. Did it? Because it moves the the, the current Dracula vampire war
0: storyline along. Yes and no. I'm like, yes. So we get to one place, but then we're adding a whole other wrinkle that pretty much, you know, adds more to the mix. But, you know... Right, but
1: ultimately, you know, we kind of, we, we you know, we're 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 almost at the uh, the climax of the particular storyline because I, I, I from the 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 last page of the book, I saw that this storyline is going to end. The Dracula storyline is going to end in the next issue.
0: I would hope so because I can't imagine them trying having to drag this out too much longer. Not saying it's been bad, but it's like I can't see right. how much legs this thing would have, and it does definitely color potentially given a, a throwaway. Uh, Dora La line in a couple of panel in a panel uh going forward something right.
1: well in another in another uh, uh, another great part of this book that I really liked is that um, it threw in some ghostwriter character and mythos development uh, to boot because we really haven't seen too much of Robbie Reyes's uh, character development because his solo title got canceled so now we're getting it in here in Avengers. And the Ghost Rider mythos is is, is uh, being developed as well because, and and mild spoiler alert here, very mild, because if you didn't read Damnation, an element of that yes. pops up.
0: Which was telegraphed, I think, during the course of this issue specifically. But- oh,
1: definitely. Definitely. Because um, it wasn't... It, I was about to say, th- this is definitely not what you were expecting at the end of last issue, but over the course of this issue, definitely. It was definitely strongly implied right. that this is what was happening. And um, I would say that this is definitely not new reader friendly, but I think that it would actually entice new readers to hunt down previous issues because I liked, I really liked some of the, some of the developments in the book.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that, so that's pretty much all that could be said about that. Um, Alrighty. I, could, I, I think I would imagine I, if if things follow up like i believe them to be blade's involvement with the avengers is probably going to end also with the next uh next issue also i i, I agree cuz i can't imagine the, you know you know yeah he's if usually, there's no vampires he's not on the team exactly he's usually signally focused and the last time he was he's had dealing with the avengers the a like, similar thing happened and come to think of it i think it was al Ewing writing that self book so well, well, Jason Ayer was right to this but, but but um you know, regardless. I'm like I'm fairly certain regardless that's neither here nor there we'll find out. Um so going to oh, actually another book I think we both read uh going into and will round out Avenger 16 there was something about that um this issue that made me think, hmm, I'm kind of slightly surprised they they that um Robbie's not with the champions. Because he's young enough to kind of run with that crew. But, mm. I mean, obviously, you know, they were probably reasons. Yeah. But yeah. for some sort of reason, the, this this issue had me thinking. I was like, oh, I wonder why he's not running. Why, why he isn't running to the champions by now or wouldn't. he got a know? little
1: too dark for the champions. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Ain't, you know? Judge uh, with, I don't know. Uh, Judging with not, what's I'm, going on in I'm, the book I'm, now and what's coming up. I'm
1: not being racist either. He's, he's not <laughs> The character is a little dark.
0: (laughs) No, but no, they got darker folks than than he in in champions. And actually, so speaking of, let's go ahead and get into champions.
1: Right. So, um, so in champions number three, uh, finally, the rest of the team may be let in on the dirty secret of why
0: they're all still alive. Well, at least one Um, pertinent member that was affected by it. Right. Although the I will say off the bat that the um the 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 um does you know there either but the the cover is kind of misleading
1: uh it's probably uh premature <laughs> yeah to
0: be honest. yeah basically uh,
1: uh, I would all, I was also gonna add that in much in the same vein as what we were saying earlier about uh Ghost Rider's character development um, in Avengers mm-hmm. you know it's kind of cool that Sam Alexander's you know story that was uh, uh, developed in his own uh, solo titles not being left alone to languish. Which I,
0: um, Which I've got because I know you read that book, um, I assume the character that shows up is from that book and not and not something that I miss up from champions from what I
1: remember yes, okay. I don't remember it that clearly, but from what I remember yes
0: so um get into a little bit of meat of so after brand new day happens <laughs> for the champions their um, version. Yes, yes. The champion's version of brand new day uh, ends up happening. You know, Miles still got a lot of guilt. Uh, Amadeus knows about it, also. So they're kind of sharing it. Uh, they're kind of throwing in some bits with Sam Maglazza, who has nothing to, you know, has nothing to do with that particular part of it. But they're throwing this in as as something that's probably either going to run along with or you know get taken care of after or or during. I don't know. You know, obviously this is this. Is, since this is coming up and the team is kind of involved, and there are a lot of the team that's close by. in the middle of a bunch of different things. exactly. <clears throat> so um,
1: it also, was kind of you know, it was
0: kind of a weird that that it cut to that. It was like, okay, well, this happened, and then you know the thing with with Miles, you know, Miles kind of went off and done his other thing, and then it was like, no, we're just gonna cut that and then get to this, which is realistically probably the meat of you know right. the the meat oh. of. At least part of this art. because I know I know Dubs kind of said like, "Now nah, we're gonna we're gonna put the, kind of put the champions do some stuff." Sure,
1: um, I liked you know I liked your note. It reminded me that there is uh, uh, a direct reference to what's happening to the X Men in yes. this book, and it's it, it's nice to see continuity work like this.
0: And I love the character. So I you know the character of the newer X based characters. The one that shows up in this book right. is kind of one that I've, 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 I liked.
1: I'm glad to see her, yes. you know,
0: reappear. Yes, exactly. So I am like, so seeing her, so seeing her, so, so spoiler alert, folks.
1: Spoiler alert. Here it comes.
0: Uh, Soraya, I uh, can't remember her last name, but basically Dust shows up in right. this issue. All right, um, This is a
1: character in the new X-Men book. Yes. Right. And well,
0: she wasn't one of, like, she's not, like, with Rockslide of them, but she was kind of before them, in I new, new X-Men-wise, but yeah. So,
1: but yeah, that character shows up, and part of me is disappointed that she's not running in the pages of Uncanny.
0: Which of I think happening. they addressed they address that in this, as to why that wasn't... Right. Like, well why at least why she wasn't with then when whatever happened because a lot of that stuff i still don't know what happened with um right.
1: with with nate with uh, which one with x Man and right with, um
0: i know um, enough that that happened so you know right. but not what actually went down so but they do address the fact that why she wasn't there you know right. doing
1: why she didn't get caught up in
0: that right? exactly but yeah, I would I would agree. It was like, and granted, I'm not really reading Uncanny, so I'm you know I'm probably the, the least one to say it. But yeah, it would be nice to see this character in, in probably that book a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, and the 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 thing about it was when the thing got brought up that brought her into play, I was like, hmm. That was weird. They're bringing some X-Men. Then I thought about it. I was like, all oh, right, there was an X-Men with them for Runner with the And, well, as we already know from what we've talked about, we'll join them again at some point. And I'm sure maybe possibly that's going to uh, lead into this. I mean, this is going to lead into that possibly.
1: Right. Because that's that's a uh, War of the Realms. Yeah. Right. That's only a couple months away. It's only a month away it's now. a
0: so. month away, yeah. So. Right. So I was like, okay, so this is not outside the realm of the possibility, but it was like, oh, Warren warrant thing. Why are they bringing? Oh, oh, oh! Uh, <laughs> and then this person gets brought into play, and then of course, you know, you know, like for, with what we already know. It's like, granted, if we did not already know from solicitors and whatever that you know there's going to be running from a, a a former member right. all grown up, then you know that would probably be a little bit different. But we do know this, nevertheless.
1: Want um, to talk about uh, Immortal Hulk number fourteen?
0: Yeah, that's pretty much that on, on champion. It, it was a good issue. I I I enjoyed it for what it was and some shit's going to go down next issue. <laughs> okay. Um, Immortal Hulk number 14. So, so I have in my notes that um there is a particular look that Betty gives during the few, the first few couple of pages of this mm. book that could kill a Joker. Sure, and and credit to the art team for that because it was like wow that's a hard, <laughs> that is a hard look.
1: Mm-hmm. That's uh, Kyle Hotz and or Hots, mm-hmm. and the art in this was surprisingly like it was so fitting. Yeah, it was dark. You know, it definitely evokes the horror theme of the book. You know, it's definitely horror based. You know, lots of shadows and just the way the characters are placed, very dark and, and ominous.
0: Mm-hmm. Now that said, you know the. I guess the if there was a nitpick about it is like I didn't realize that was Tony. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah the likeness you know without uh, you know without the direct reference of who it was yeah that was kind of tough. But otherwise, I really liked yes uh, the the
0: overall art in the book. Yes. Um, so yes. So Betty Ross, uh, longtime Hulk supporting fan and husband of, uh, excuse me, wife of uh, one Bruce David Banner. Actually, wait, is it actually David? Regardless, one Bruce Banner uh, finally gets I it was Robert
1: Not, Bruce Banner
0: no? Is it Robert? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it was in, in the show? No, in the TV show.
1: Banner it was David Banner in the David. show. It was, yeah, it was David Banner.
0: Yeah. But I can't remember if it was. If it was I think it was David Bruce David Banner. David Bruce Banner, yeah. But regardless, um hey, old seventy show, folks. Uh the more the not the mortal hulk, the uh the incredible hulk. Anyway, um so Betty gets reunited with um with Bruce after the events of last issue. Um I suppose their initial meeting was well I've, I've, when I saw it, it was like that's unexpected, because you would think she'd be kind of pee- peeved. But mm-hmm. at the same time, this is a more wizened wizened i guess betty than we've seen in the past
1: right we're definitely not talking about you know uh fresh you know like uh uh freshly created betty ross we're talking about post right or
0: damsel in distress or 80s uh cartoon hulk exactly version like this bit and actually and that i think about and and as i said in my notes it was like um uh, that looked very good. couldn't be any harder if she were still Red Hook, Red She Hulk, which she was. And again, you know, she she did spend some time as a as a Hulk, and uh, they kind of bring that up in here.
1: Right, and minor spoiler. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of uh, things that pop up in here that are uh, contributing to the changed mythology of the Hulk. And there's, you know, uh, it it obviously plays into the new rules that the Hulk plays by um, under uh, Al Ewing's um, guidance in this new Immortal Hulk series. But
0: it also brings up a question uh, or two also, which we will get to in a second, but go ahead. Of course, because, right, no, it raises those questions because does this
1: affect all of the characters that this particular aspect that has been really um, driving, been one of the driving forces in this story. And, um, you know, some, some, some bad things happen to, uh, you know, one of the supporting characters that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And we are not a hundred percent sure that there's any finality in this because. It doesn't seem like it. You right. ain't given because, up. Exactly. Because of what we were just talking about.
0: Um, and that being said, but it also brings up in another, two other cases, because this issue is taking place, uh, at and after the funeral of one Thunderbolt Ross, right? who, as they said, and have recapped in in a couple of, a couple of ways, has been dead before due due to one, you know, one means and another. And weirdly, I almost forgot that he was Red Hulk also. So... That kind of that may or may not play into some things, and so I asked the question in my notes: was like, "Well, is he really dead?" Because and we have asked this question before, and I did not know when he had died. Which, please don't don't at me about that, folks.
1: Captain America, we talked about it. That's I know why we, talk, we
0: talked we talked about it, but what? It, yeah, it was like you know. So I'm just going to sit here and say, right around right, right, There's, you know comic book history has changed, changes and changes a lot. And there's a lot to kind of keep back of, and can't keep track of every character.
1: Right. It's definitely hard for us. And, you know, with the, with the four-headed monster, it's still, you know, right. of our show, it's still hard to keep track of. So, so
0: if your favorite character, you know, if we can't think of everything about your favorite character, it's not because, you know, it's like well, we can't, you know.
1: We can't keep track of the time. Exactly. You know? So um, I, I, I wanted to say that um, it was kind of funny to see uh, the character Bushwhacker Kind of feeling himself and you know, is that what it was? Yeah, okay. Walker, he's been a uh, supporting character in this for a while. Hmm. You know, the guy who can make a gun out of his arm, right? Because so
0: I was like, back. I was like, it's like I knew the guy looked familiar, but I thought was, for some sort of reason, I was thinking he was created for this arc or whatever the case may be. Oh. And I totally did, uh, blanked out the, the fact that, and I don't think I've ever heard him being called by his actual name,
1: Bush. Oh, you mean like the his, his real name,
0: yes. Not the not bushwhacker, uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. So the character does go back a while, yes, definitely goes back a while. So, but in any event, um, yeah, it was kind of funny to, to see him feeling himself in this book. And I'm like, dude, you're
0: facing off against the Hulk almost like he was having a break, though. I kind of wonder if that's going to come into something else because Maybe. it feels like because it was like the way he was repeating what he was saying, and it was like, it was like is he about to have a break or something, or he's like traumatized from the stuff that happened, you know. The last couple of issues, which could possibly be the case, you know, yeah, I think so. Uh, that made oh, him do right. what he do.
1: right? And at the end, we have a very familiar gamma based uh character uh
0: reappearing in the
1: pages of The Incredible Hulk.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, As a matter of fact, last scene in recent issue of um of uh, Winter Soldier. Now that I think about it.
1: Oh, I'm behind on that. I got to read that.
0: Yeah, so because that was the last, because I was like, "Huh." I was like, "I guess when it shouldn't be a surprise that he's shown up since because he is around." So, all okay. right, well, there you go. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's his immortal Hulk questions. About, but oh, yeah, wait. So the the one other question that this brings up. So, like I said, there was another character that got brought up that is also dead. Um, that we also called saw in the uh the last couple of issues. But they made it sound like the death was final, final, final. But there's also a character is, that has been around and has played a Hulk type figure in the past, also. So now I'm kind of wondering if if that death is actually true. And I'm then and, and that was another death. I was like, wait, wait, when did this? When did he die? Because hmm. I don't remember that at all. Because they they mentioned like, well, you know, this happened. Oh wait, oh, wait. actually, I, I think right. I should. I think I do remember when he died. Now that I think about it. Secret Empire yes it was during yeah um even though I didn't really read that much of it but I do remember that happening or I remember hearing about that happening right so okay anyway that's that
1: anything else or you want to do rapid fire
0: that's it I think we're gonna rapid fire this
1: here we go again <laughs>
0: Um, I guess I'll go ahead and do mine. Meat Scrolls Number One. Um, this was speak. I guess speaking of a rightly placed time for this book, being that Captain Marvel just came out, uh, which has nothing to do with the movie, mind you. However, there, there are some things that could be possibly was like, hey, that seems seemingly familiar, sort of to to to, to Captain Marvel, because so this is about a. Quote unquote family of scrolls that is undercover. Similarly, so okay, so here's, I'm, it's a weird book because it's not a weird book, but it is a weird book because there are shades of visions uh, miniseries that that are coming across it, but it doesn't seem nothing like that. well to a whole a, a lot of points is nothing like visions book except mm-hmm. for the fact that it's a fa- based around a family, right? Uh, trying to fit in. But that one was, was a little bit more close in with the family and not necessarily anything out in the world. This one has basically a, a family, quote unquote, of scrolls on a mission, which sounds historically historically infiltrating, doing things for what reason? Where I guess we're going to find out. There's a certain project that they're trying to find out a whole bunch of information about, and so they're they're infiltrating as a family to try to figure out what is that. Which brought me to the questions like you know, I didn't think around this time. Um, scroll, de- scroll detection would be any kind of an issue, but then I realized we have had what seems to be rehashing of history in um, in the last few years. We've had a secret war. We've had another civil war. And what comes after civil war? A secret invasion. Yeah. So that kind of brought me to that and, it, and kind of made me groan because of that. Uh, but we don't know necessarily where this book is going, but all we know is like, hey, we see this this family, uh, you know, on a mission, doing, you know, trying to find out what's up. But we also see some, uh, what looks to be a counter to this family that's probably they're going to meet up with um, after a while. And I guess the only thing, other thing in my notes is that I'm kind of surprised Skull Krill Crew didn't show up at some point, which is the first issue. And I think this is like only five issues or so. Um, so who knows? Maybe that's, they're going to play a part of this. Maybe not. Um, Young Justice number three. So are you reading this?
1: I skimmed it, I didn't finish it.
0: Okay, so we find out uh, basically what happened to Connor Kent, a.k.a. Uh, I don't know when that was. Well, just, just the Superboy of uh, of a different time. Not necessarily the Connor Kent of the Young Justice animated series, but kinda. Okay, um, So we find out what happened to him, why he ended up on Gym World. Uh, that was the crux of the issue apparently. And I'm trying to figure out how old is he in this book? Because I don't know when we, you know, when he last appeared or disappeared or died or left or whatever the case might be was he still like a teen uh, because we find out that uh, he has settled in on this world and is loving this world and kind of it's not the one that you would know from his, char- his characterization uh, and then we find out a little bit about what, where the rest of the team is which I guess lead into we'll find out a little bit more about that next issue uh, Justice League 19 um so, not reading recent issues of Justice League, which didn't seem all that necessary to... Well, it it is necessary to, to know the overall plot, but for this issue, didn't necessarily need to be known. There's some things happened. They needed the help of mm-hmm. Uh And they found them, and now they're about to journey into the sixth dimension. Uh, and apparently, that has happened and one character... May have been may or may not have been led into a trap from what it seems. Um but my notes says I'm guessing this takes place before or during Wonder Twins. Because because Mr Flick also shows up there. That's the the, and which is actually the only reason why I ended up reading this issue. It's a trap. Yeah. So (laughs) nice. Um but, yeah, so, you know, the Blix gets, gets, uh, gets some time in Justice League, and they use it for a reason, and there may be some machinations behind that also. Maybe possibly due to Luthor, or maybe not. We don't know. But, the, you know, that whole crew shows up. And I'm guessing this must be leading into that Day of Villains thing, because that's even not knowing what's going on in Justice League as a whole, that seems to be a ramping up. Uh, and I believe that is it for me.
1: Okay. So, uh, let me rapid-fire my books as I scroll up the sheet. Uh, Uncanny X-Men number 13. Uh, this stripped-down X-Men team is fun. Uh, the Sal Roca art looks sharper than it has in a while. It's reminiscent of his work on Fractions and Invincible Iron Man. The Dark Beast is uh, this X-Men group's first target. But we see other X-Men creating a situation that must be handled. Um, is the anti-mutant vaccination really effective or will they find out that it was all a ruse? So there's that. Uh Amazing Spider-Man number sixteen HU. First, why is there strange numbering for this? The story is pretty integral to the main hunted storyline. So, you know, you would think that most multiple-issue story arcs would just go in sequence without the numbering construct. Because it's, it's
0: another forever. four bucks they can get off of people?
1: It does It just... It, It's number 17. Just make it issue number 17. Right. Whatever. So, you know, in any (laughs) event, we find out how Spider-Man gets pulled into the hunted storyline through the black cat. Shout out to the artist on this. Iban or Iban. I'm sorry if I'm going to butcher your name because I've heard it pronounced both ways. But it sounds like this guy might be of uh, Latin, Latinx, Latino heritage. Iban Coelho. it's C O E L L O Coello, Coelho? yeah, but I don't think it's Coello if it's someone from a Latin, uh, sure. uh, which one background. So, um, the art in this is phenomenal, it's really, you know, it's really beautiful and it's well rendered. Um, so you know, I give this artist a lot of credit, maybe follow him on Instagram. So, um, you know, great work on this. Um, You know, it was definitely a good chapter in this hunted storyline. Batman number 66. This is the Catwoman edition of the current Nightmares collection of stories. This was entertaining. It's a different view on Batman's war on crime, but it's one that we as fans of the superhero genre are familiar with. It's a trope. Uh, The trope is that it's hard for heroes to have happy social lives. Um, And last but not least... Is a potential click of the week for me. The book is Ronin Island Number One. This is a creator-owned book by um, Greg Pak, and I want to get the artist name correct. It's Greek. It's Giannis Milo Milono Giannis. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo for uh, teaching us how to all say Giannis. And, um, you know, it's, it's a great story. Um, the story setup is very friendly for new and especially younger readers, um, you know, for first issue. Um, you know, the premise, like I said, is interesting. And you, I look forward to seeing um, there's three different cultures being um, represented here. I'm talking about Korean, Japanese, and Chinese. And I'm looking forward to seeing them both clash and blend over the course of the story. Um, it makes me think of the scene from The Walking Dead, the TV show, where Daryl tells um, his still racist brother, um, uh, Yondu, no, not Yondu, but you know what I'm talking about, um, that Glenn is Korean, not Chinese. He actually said, I, I remember correctly, he's like, he's Korean. Um, you know, it made me want to pick up my copy of uh, Oriental Adventures D&D
0: also. So there, wait, <laughs> there's wait, that. This, okay, you'll have to tell me what that is afterwards. Yeah. Um... Oriental Adventures d d Yeah.
1: That's going back to, like, second edition. But, you know, and they had a third edition book, too. But anyway. Oh, that uh, was
0: in, okay, that was in second edition. Like, I, play, I remember yeah. playing second edition, but I don't remember in, in the, the expansion. Oh, go
1: over it. No worries. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, anyway. So, so that's that for my rapid
1: fire. And, and I
0: remember, really- so I remember we talking about this book when, the first, uh, when we had news about it. We were kind of a little iffy on it based on the title but and right. once we find out what the book was about um yeah well, this we is it up.
1: right yeah. it's definitely in the spirit of um you know greg Pock's recent works that are a little bit they're not completely skewed to younger readers but they're definitely young reader friendly mm-hmm. so this is definitely something you can introduce to a younger
0: reader cool clicks of the week here they come Um, we have both Dirts and Tim's, excuse me, uh, individual clicks and Dirts is the never going away. And no, I'm just kidding. Uh, doomsday clock never number nine, to Ed, right? Yes. Doomsday clock number nine. It will be yeah, here but, till doomsday. And what, and what PCN
1: underscore Dirt tells us, um, uh, in in our uh, internal conversations is that we can actually all jump on the Tuesday Clock story with this issue and not have to worry about anything that came before.
0: Which, that's kind of a shame and very telling.
1: Right, we are at number nine! And we can actually jump on now and be okay.
0: Right, of 12 issues, so you know, this time next year that should be over with. Um, oh, no. And also we have Tim's click, which was the aforementioned Amazing Spider-Man number 16 dot
1: Cool, cool. I definitely like that. I'm still thinking. Do you have yours at the ready? Uh, Nope. (laughs) Oh, man, we're both still thinking because I've got a couple of candidates and to be honest, the Uncanny X-Men issue um, you know, brought back a lot of warm feelings because if you have seen some of the solicits, they go back to some classic costuming and they actually do it for, uh, you know, they actually have like a, a, a named reason for doing it in the issue. And it's pretty funny.
0: Yeah. I saw an article on that. I think it may actually even be in the news section uh, about that, but, um, all right. So, yeah, like I've got
1: a tough call because I actually liked a lot of the stuff I was reading this week.
0: Yeah, and I'm mad because there there's like two or three books that I didn't that I, that I didn't read that I really really wanted to read cuz I'm I've heard good things about uh a couple of them and one I just normally read anyway. Well, least mm-hmm. one I've heard good some good things about and the other two I was like, well, I was reading anyway and one of them's ending. Um So that's being the case. Um yeah, we're both still struggling with this. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's weird because, like, yeah, like you said, there's, uh, there's some good stuff this this week. Like, the young Justice was was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: I've got a bunch of potential clicks of the week name. I didn't even put that designation next to uncanny, and I actually really liked uh, what I was reading. Um,
0: hmm. Like Avengers I was think. good, Champions had is, is setting up uh, something good, you know. Um Sure.
1: Man, what am I gonna go with? What, I, know. You know, I really liked a lot of
0: this stuff this week.
1: Um, you know what? I think I'm gonna back up Man, what
0: did I Oh goodness gracious. Tony did reference Transformers in a mortal Hulk number fourteen. That that's kind of a sway.
1: <laughs>
0: Which I thought that was funny. I forgot to bring that up when we talk about a Hulk, but
1: yeah. Right, right, right,
0: um
1: Man, what am I gonna pick?
0: Hmm.
1: What am I gonna pick? This is bad. We're gonna start the ticking clock again.
0: Even even Justice League had some had a good a, a decent moment when uh, some some characters show up, and I was like, well, when a character comes back, and then some, you know, what happens after that? It was like, huh? Okay. Mm. Um, but. You know, moments don't make the matter. They do make the matter, but they don't make the book. I mm-hmm. actually did do whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, it
1: depends. I was about to say it depends. Yeah.
0: How how deep is the uh, moment? Man,
1: I can't believe we're both struggling with this.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those weeks. Um, yeah, which, I mean, it's
1: a nice problem.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: It's a nice problem. Like, uh, there's weeks when we're just like,
0: oh. Yeah, and it's like, well, you know, you got two definites, but, you know, it's like which one's going to edge out the other. Um Oh, that reminds me, Stanford. Does that name sound familiar to you? Stanford? You, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in the in the Marvel universe. In the Marvel universe. Oh.
1: I mean that's that was um whatchamacallit. We're was talking about a character? we're talking about a place in Connecticut.
0: Yeah, you no, know, well I'm I'm sure it is probably patterned after it, yes, definitely. But is that not where civil war started?
1: Not started, but that's where um whatchamacallit? That's I think that's where the new
0: warriors accident happened. Right, that's what I'm saying, which which yeah. which was yep. basically the catalyst to Civil War, yeah.
1: right, 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 right.
0: I I heard that name, and uh, for some strange reason, I was thinking of the new universe.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Which
0: was not, which was not, and I'm, you know, know, or maybe it was, but I don't, I don't think so. So, um, still stalling for time here.
1: (laughs) I know it's terrible. We're both like, um. You know
0: what? I'm just gonna brute force a um brute force one and uh and say Young Justice number three. All right, because I mean that one. Like it was good, but I, but so was some of the some of the stuff from from you know from some of the other stuff, and I can't say that that one was the better of everything, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was a good read. As, I gotcha. As was the some of, as was the other stuff. I gotcha. I gotcha.
1: You know what? I didn't even note this in my notes, but I think just because it kind of brought back warm memories with the costuming choices, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go with Uncanny X Men number thirteen. Okay. So, As my click of the week, I'm going to type in after the fact PKOTW. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wait. You're uh, already there. So let's see. So that's your click. All yeah, right, okay. That being the case, let us move on to the news. We have an
1: ad read first, folks. Our first ad read the night is for Blue Apron. Actually, you know what? Let me change that to Amazon because, damn it, we don't have time for this. <laughs> um... Actually, no, let me just read Blue Apron. I'll save Amazon for later. Blue Apron's meal delivery service has delivers fresh ingredients and incredible recipes weekly t- directly to your door. Skip the grocery store and make incredible meals at home with Blue Apron, always ship free to your home. And now the listeners of the Comic Book Chronicles can get $30 off your first Blue Apron order. To place your first order with $30 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us, that's cspn.us, and click on the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Blue Apron link and sign up for your first order. Blue Apron through cspn.us, do it today!
0: Alright, news! News! <laughs> And we start off with a double-sided uh, slice of cinematic news. Hint, hint for for you because I didn't tell you this beforehand. But yeah, there's some stuff. Oh fun.
1: no, double-sided.
0: Yes, but we All can right. breeze through this really quickly and start off with sci-fi picks up Resident Alien series based on Dark Horse book, starring Wash. Um. For for those uh, Firefly fans, which if you are Firefly fans, uh, the shirt I have on would be perfect See, that's for you. I was to say
1: that fast five times.
0: So what? You know, right? Yeah, Firefly. That's hey, it's it's better than Peter Parker. Peter to pick up a, you know. <laughs> 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 Which they did play that movie again in the in the in the previews and like I I, I want to see how many, I'm pretty sure that may, took many takes anyway moving right along so yeah Resident Alien is uh, uh described as a twisted fish out of tw- twisted and comedic fish out of water story uh the show is adapted rid uh, is adapted from the comics by Peter Hogan and Steve Parkhouse the pilot was directed and produced by David Dobkin of Into the Batlands which I haven't seen the Into the Batlands in a minute um. It's a good show it was a good show anyway so yeah it stars alan tudyk again wash of um of uh firefly flame fame
2: <laughs> firefly flame,
0: okay. yes um yes and a few other people oh hey Gina torres how you doing uh, anyway um, all right next
1: Next up, um, to celebrate this week's digital home release of uh, the Oscar award-winning Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse, in the U.S., Sony's uploaded the opening nine minutes of the film to its YouTube channel, so that you can watch it at your leisure.
0: Which, if it seems kind of late, and there's something they could have done, you know, when the movie first came out, you're probably right. But at the same time, hey, which I think I'm- actually they did show a couple. Of, they did show a couple of minutes of the. I mean, because the part that they show. It's not outside of what they showed in the trailers anyway. All
1: right. I was going to say, I'm waiting for my Blu-ray.
0: Yeah, indeed. Exactly. Because I started to watch it. I was like, you know what? I could stand to watch a little bit of uh, Indus fireverse Spider-Verse again. But I was like, you know what? It'll be out soon. So
1: Yeah. like All you have to do is wait till Tuesday. You'll have a hard copy in hand. Yep. So. No um,
0: next up. Next up. Speaking of the aforementioned uh, Captain Marvel movie. Oh, I'm going to put this in. I'm going to put this in at the end because I'm pretty sure you will appreciate this. Uh, if I can remember where the end is. Oh, nice. Yeah, you see it. But um, we'll stick that in there somewhere. Hopefully I get to cool. it before I get to it. Anyway, um, Captain Marvel Challenge raises over 60K. So the Captain Marvel Challenge is a fundraising campaign that... Uh, uh, was to help underprivileged girls and women go see Captain Marvel. Much like the, um, that was done with uh, Black Panther previously. Mm-hmm. So that's dope. And the movie's out. And I'm pretty sure they, they, all of those folks had a good time. As we did. Which cool. I guess, it, it, well, I guess we did kind of. So we're, we're past that point now. Anyway,
1: next. So next up, uh, <laughs> Sam Jackson's <laughs> got a great sense of humor. Because he admitted he completely made up an entire rumor based on Captain Marvel having the ability to time
0: travel. And according to this article was set to um, was probably as possible set has possibly um, set up one other one. or it may or may not have. I don't know. We don't know if it's that part. He's because he. So, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, I think we previously talked about this. Uh, Samuel Jackson came out and said that, you know, uh, Captain Marvel time travel, which reminds me of speaking to somebody about the movie last night, but I am i won't bring it up. Um, and this was during an interview uh, with uh, he, Brie Larson, with, uh, I guess it was a radio show or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. But regardless... Um, yeah, and she kind of she kind of called them on it, and he also he was like, "I could also make up some more stuff," and then he, you know, basically made a made another statement, uh, seemingly made another statement that we don't know whether it's true or not. Gotcha. But, although, wait, actually, it might be. Well, I don't know because regardless, it doesn't matter. I had to go back and check uh, after 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 this. Cause not a that I think about. it, I don't know if it's true. So next up, that's you. Uh, Marvel seeking openly gay actor for Eternals leads. So they're still doing an Eternal mo- Eternals movie uh, in twenty twenty. And why do I smell alcohol?
1: Like nice booze. The party going on over at Roddy Cats. I don't now think we're well. not invited to. I'm like, am
0: I weird? I don't know. It's yeah. It's there's. Well, outside of that, wine, there's not much alcohol in this house. Regardless, uh, so yeah, so the studio's looking for a reporter. So this is still a rumor, so we don't know. But um, um, some rumor site says that Marvel's looking for an actor, 30 to 49, who physically looks like a superhero, to take on one of the Eternals' lead roles. I would argue it's probably Icarus, but, you know.
1: I was about to say, we're not sure it's Icarus, but it was like, it might be.
0: Yes. But... um, we don't know that for certain also, but it also says, uh, additionally, while they're open to actors of all ethnicities, they would, well, wait, of all ethnicities, they would prefer to the role to go to an openly gay actor, which I don't know what ethnicity has to do with gay, okay, because they're, anyway, that, that, that line read kind of weird to me, but you get what they're saying, hopefully. Um, so we'll see how that goes.
1: Next up, uh, X Men alum, uh, former Magneto, Ian McKellen, apologized for controversial comments made about uh, Brian Singer. That no, the con- comments that were interpreted as the defending right. the alleged sexual abusers, uh, Brian Singer and Kevin Spacey. So he's now apologized for those remarks.
0: Right. Uh he says as uh, you know, he was on this podcast, like well I said we, we don't necessarily have to get into it, but um he basically said that it wasn't his in in his intention his his comments were not intended to go like they sounded. Okay. And he would never trivialize trivialize or condone abuse of any kind, basically. So um next up the Gifted finale perfectly sets up the X-Men's MCU debut. And as I saw someone on Twitter say, they are never going to use none of that for, for the MCU, which made me kind of laugh. Um, so, yeah, apparently, the, the Gifted, which is a show I've never actually watched, um, had uh, a finale that does some things. I don't know what's going on in the show or or whatever. So
1: it's Apparently. Next... Um, Mark Hamill now says that Carrie Fisher would actually get a real kick out of her uh, appearance in Star Wars Episode Nine, due out this Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, ultimately, they had some footage taken and they had big plans for uh, footage done and had plans, big plans for uh, Princess Leia or, or Command or General Leia in um in the the next uh installation uh uh next installment of uh star wars and uh they had to redo um re, you know redo their plans and um you know apparently with the the family with the fisher family blessing they were able to move forward and, it, and according to mark hamill it's pretty cool
2: mm-hmm
0: So yeah, basically says um, she was meant to be more prominent in the third, but obviously that was good, and he was glad that they found a way to do it, and tells, something tells me that she'd get a real kick out of the fact that she had a hit movie years after she left us, because that was just her. Uh, I like to think that would please her, but nothing would be better than having her here. That's from uh, Mark Hamill. So... Which, yeah, going back to that movie, it was like, I'm surprised they didn't just kind of, you know, let that go then, but they didn't, so it'll be good and bad to see, well, it'll be good and kind of bittersweet to see her in the next one, but, you know, still be good to see her regardless. Next up, uh, speaking of Star Wars Star Wars Rebels teases a glimpse of two beloved characters' futures. Um, slight spoiler, if, like me, you haven't, um, caught up with season four, which ended last year anyway, so yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, this uh, there's a uh, Dave Poloni on Twitter put out an image of uh, Ahsoka Tano and Sabine Wren, two favorites of mine personally, searching for Ezra, who apparently was lost after uh, the what uh, the events of uh, the last uh, the last uh, season. So, all right, next up,
1: okay, next up, um. There's a report out that the Suicide Squad sequel is going to recast Will Smith's role uh, as Deadshot. And there's a rumor, I think, I don't know if you have it in the...
0: I don't, well, I might not have it, but I know there is some other news. Um, There's a rumor that it's
1: going to another well-known actor. hmm. I don't know if you want me to spoil it or not. Spoiler alert! He's hosting Saturday Saturday Night Live this week. I thought it was last week. No,
0: I think it's this. I think
1: it's uh, tomorrow night.
0: Mm, well, yeah. Regardless, but and we're talking
1: about. I was about to say, um, he's a Wire alum.
0: Yes, and also uh, yes. That's that's broad, I guess. Look, folks, this is just Elbow. Oh, you've heard this, it's, and you know. <laughs> He's also in that Hobbs and Shaw movie playing the same role that, as he did in Star Trek uh, Beyond, but that's what uh, we said that before. Oh,
1: I'm not referring to that. Hey, I look. Love it. Um, it was Heimdall, for God's sake.
0: And Heimdall, of course. So, you know, hey, dude, you know, if that ends up being the case, good. But at the same time, as I said on Twitter, I was like, yeah, because they they couldn't find some new guy to, to instead of just going to the one or two same people that they always go to. But, I know again, it's, it's always, uh, you know, Always oh, a if, if that's the case. Anyway, moving right along, we got more um, uh, Suicide Squad two news later on. Uh, rumor: Aquaman two may feature this major new fifty two superhero group, which uh, would be the others. Exactly um, of of Aquaman okay. and the others.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say I got a reaction to that,
0: and that was the exact one that I was hoping you would do. I mean, really. Eh, I mean, it makes sense in, given the character, but eh, sure, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Move right along.
1: Next up, Shazam! Tries his best Superman impression in the latest trailer for his DC solo film. This was a trailer mm-hmm. for uh Captain Marvel
0: last night. Was it? That's um, weird. Yeah, it was for me. Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't think it was for me. No, it wasn't. But so, it makes—I guess it makes sense because the, the so uh, the, the, side, slight side. side though, there was a uh, there's a internet show called the Wednesday Club, uh, the Zone Geekery. I'm sure a lot of people know about it, and they spoke about the the various controversies between, or not controversies, but the the the, the disordered histories, uh, disordered history of Shazam, aka mm. Captain Marvel, and that you know some of it I knew, some of it I didn't uh, know of, but yeah that was a lot that happened in the history of Shazam going back to the early days with a whole different other company Fawcett. Yes, of which is why you see Billy Billyo uh, Batson from Fawcett City because mm-hmm. you know, given his roots. Anyway, back to the trailer. So yeah, the trailer's you know, like we said earlier, I believe, you know, hopefully, you know, that's not all of the movie one. Right. Too. You know, for some strange reason I did not, so this article brings up something that I totally didn't realize that, so Diamond heart Sue, who was also in Captain Marvel, playing right. the role that he's played before, and that was another thing that I kind of threw me, I was like, wait, what is he doing in this movie? I was like, oh wait, this is before <laughs> this is before that other stuff happened, but anyway, he's in this movie as, spoiler alert, he's the wizard Shazam. I swore to up and down, I thought that was Jamie Foxx. <laughs> I do not know why, but but now that it's playing in my head and you know whatever, because I could just one. I thought they had gotten Jamie Foxx to play the wizard Shazam. Okay, Uh, at least I and I and so all this time I've been going thinking, well, that's him, and I was like, wait, it's not him. him." So anyway, that's that. Regardless, the trailer's out there. It's a lot of laughs, and hopefully, it doesn't give up the whole movie and. Or know.
1: at least I hope it doesn't contain all the laughs, because... That well, was there's sad. that also. All right. Speaking of Shazam, next up, um the original
0: Shazam television series is heading to the DC Universe app, which I am not going to use to watch. I feel like I called this up. I know I didn't, and they probably had plans to do this anyway, but I have mentioned before that they should have had this, this uh, show on there before now, but... Given that the movie's coming out very shortly, it makes sense for them to do it. Wait, what do you mean you're not going to put use the app to, to, to watch it? What, the original Shazam TV series? Yeah. Do I need to? I mean, it's not going to inform anything about the movie, no. But it's a it's a slice of history. Is it? Okay. I mean, you know, we'll see. So for those of a certain vintage, you may... Like, I'm a slightly... I'm a little older than, than your age in 70. And uh, so I remember this when it was on, originally on... Gotcha. Uh, tv from 74 to 76 and granite well actually i take it back i do remember it and it was on but i was like two three years old so whatever um
1: well, you, you probably know. saw it in reruns depending on it, your basically
0: well so it was coming on so it really came on in 74 to 76 and then they a few couple of years later they um and it was and it went on for a couple of seasons um but they also brought it back with isis or uh, the mighty isis Okay. Um, who also had a live action show. Who actually I did not realize apparently started on that show and then came to the comics. Um, but yes, but I actually did. You know, they, so they brought it back and I do remember it when it was on CBS. You know, like in in, in the seventies. In
1: the mm. Like I said,
0: it said seventy six. So I probably caught it like seventy six when they when they um, when they put it together with uh, ISIS. And
1: gotcha. they I don't have ISIS
0: one. on on. I guess for probably for some good reason i don't know all
1: i was gonna say all i all i would add to that is that i was wondering if maybe they didn't pack like your local syndicated channel didn't package that together with like the 66 batman
0: as like an hour long
1: you know like superhero block or something
0: Uh, no so no so the when i when i saw it it was it was uh shazam and Isis. okay uh that was blocked up together i don't recall even seeing 66 batman on saturday mornings like, this was on Saturday, Saturday mornings when I, you know... Um,
1: oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't remember it. seeing... I don't remember when 66 Batman was on, but I definitely remember it. I don't know. It might have been uh, weekday afternoons, actually.
0: Come I out. probably was, because that's what yeah. our, I remember seeing it. But yeah, no, right. but no. this was... I remember seeing this on Saturday mornings, you know. I got you. I got you. No, because I remember I, if I'm... Not,
1: you know, the local uh, syndicated channels um, would package uh, sometimes The Incredible Hulk as well. yes. Uh, 66 Batman, you know rerun, so you know you never knew. Um, so that's why I figured I'd ask. Yeah,
0: but yeah, um, so like I said, this that's just showing my age because like I said, I was like, wow, I remember this show from when it actually was on. So this is okay. ridiculous. So yeah, so this was a live action version of Shazam when you know, aka Captain Marvel, or whatever. Um, like I said, all three seasons will uh, is on there now because I think they it was um. Yeah, it was uh, from last Tuesday when it when it when it brought on. So, if it is completely dated and loose as far as the, if you know the 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 um the 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 Shazam, aka Captain Marvel mythology, but it's it's fairly loose, but still, it's I say it's it's a time capsule of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's worth a watch even for that. You don't necessarily have to do all three seasons, but you know, obviously more since it was on uh Saturday morning, it was more kid focused and therefore probably and had the titular lessons of, you know, shows mm-hmm. to, of the time. Gotcha. Alrighty. You got next. Uh, doom patrol, Mark Shepard cast as magician, Willoughby Kipling. Um, Mark Shepard is a name that I feel like I know. But uh, not from what this article is saying. Probably from... So, yeah. So, Mark Shepard is a British ball actor who was in X-Files, Firefly, uh, Battlestar Galactica, uh, probably the Rebdang, the and um, uh, Doctor Who. Some might know him as Crowley on Supernatural. I do not. But, nevertheless, he's going to be on um, um, Doom Patrol playing whoever that person is. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, because I don't know much about Doom, t- Doom Patrol. Sorry. Still next up there. yeah really
1: alrighty uh next up um, angsty Connor Kent slash Superboy take
0: the next one also actually because it's, it's it's um it is right. it's related it is
1: cast as Titan season two regular uh, we're talking about Joshua Orpin who uh, in the character is paying homage to a comic
0: cover in in an image yes. So on his Instagram, which is this design uh, story, he does the uh famous well, I guess famous, um Yeah, that's from the nineties people. Exactly. So you can see at the top of this article, the the a little snippet of the uh what he's um what he's referencing here. Right. And on his Instagram the, he basically kind of We're talking faces about
1: the cover like, to um the superboy the first issue of the superboy title in um Reign of the Superman. Right. That's in the immediate wake of death of Superman, so that's the reference that you folks need.
0: Right, and basically, and yes, this is the same kind of Kent that is in uh, Young Justice, the comic book now, and slightly taped on the, in the um, in in the animated series. Righto. Next, uh, speaking of Titans, Titans casting breaks down a hint of a golden age vigilante's arrival. Um, so apparently a leaked casting call, casting breakdown describes a new character for the show. Caucasian male in his late 50s, excuse me, late 30s to 40s, named Jack Cole. Um, and apparently this is a take on Guardian.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: and yes, that same Guardian that is being played by the Jimmy Olsen of Supergirl uh, right now, or has been. Next up uh
1: let's see uh what comics tv movies are coming to dc universe in march 2019 you think i would be interested in this since i actually use it um Mm -hmm. they're adding more comic books tv shows and movies in the month of march what you can look forward to is apparently shazam
0: oh yeah Uh, as as spoken already uh let's see what else hey it's a bunch of batman stuff
1: batman comic books Ooh, Nightfall. we we going way back.
0: Yeah, Hush is on there, which uh, I think has already been on Com- Comixology, uh United uh, Unlimited, anyway. So,
1: sure. What you guys really need to wait for is Batman Year One. It's going to hit the service on March twenty sixth.
0: I've watched that, and I'm like, eh, I'm sorry. Right. No, not the movie. That's I'm talking about. These are the comics. Oh, the book. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah right. We're talking
1: about Frank Miller and uh, Twitch. Uh, that David is
0: actually coming. Also, Year One is also the movie is also coming to the service. But,
1: oh, okay.
0: But I wait know. a minute, hold on. So, so Superman Shazam, The Return of Black Adam was on I could have sworn that was already on there. You got because 'Cause I've I watched that. <laughs> or unless that's something different, uh, that I saw but yeah, I could've sworn that was on there already. Anywho, yeah, lots of stuff. Uh New Frontiers on there, that was alright. Doom I thought was already on there also. Just as League Doom I could've sworn was already out there out there. But then again, maybe it's just that I was on there recently and saw it. I don't know. You probably saw it on Netflix, maybe. No, uh, it wasn't on Netflix, definitely. Um, oh, okay. Anyway, so yes, yeah, stuff's coming to DC Universe. There you go, in March. Cool. Uh, I'm okay. going to reuse a joke. I think this is me. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to reuse a joke that I put on Twitter earlier, and that is that um, Ernie Hudson is joining CW's Arrow for a special ro- role, in, according to his report. And as per to joke, he's seen shit that'll turn you white. Goodness gracious! So yeah, uh, so apparently Ernie Hudson. Look, if you, you know, you should know that reference. Come on. Um, so Ernie Hudson, y'all know him. Uh, Winston Zedmore, if, if just beat you on ahead with it from Ghostbusters right. uh, and I hope a whole bunch of other places. You know the dude. He is going to be playing um, a, apparently a four star general on Arrow. Uh, in the coming season, and I guess who has ties to uh, Diggle. Okay. So and they have a little history with each other.
1: Um, I feel like he's played a general's role before. Probably. Um, makes me want to search his IMDb uh, well, um, after I do the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently, Ernie Hudson's getting on Arrow just in time. Because uh, Ar- uh, the CWs decided <laughs> to end Arrow with the upcoming Season 8.
0: Right. Which apparently I did not know he was in Super he, Friends. He was, in, he, he was one of, in one of the issues, uh, uh, iterations of Super play, Friends playing Cyborg. I did not know that. That's weird. And I remember that show. Anyway, but yeah. So, yeah. So, Arrow's ending with Season 8. Um, and in fact, the next issue... I mean, the next uh, article basically goes on with uh cast um you know cast comments about it, you know brand ambassador uh, Stephen Amell apparently um was actually he might actually be was was pretty much set to leave the show anyway before this and is coming back in a re recording is what it sounds like uh and it seems like they decided to end it from what this uh what the article suggests. So, yeah, so uh, in the next article, like I said, um, Stephen Amell kind of does an Instagram post, and he he, um, he says the titular end of Star Trek, uh, The Next Generation, all good things. I'm just gonna say he took it from Star Trek to the Next Generation. You can't tell me any different. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, and he goes on to say some other stuff in the video. I didn't watch it. Uh, David Ramsey also, uh, you know, goes out there on Instagram and says, you know, says some things, and and a couple other people did as well, including Echo Callum, who was also already off the show. Um. So, yeah. Okay. But yeah, like I said, a lot of the cast that that is, you know been there and gone Has have, have, have come out and said some things about it you know it probably was about time that show end eight seasons is a lot arguably five seasons is a great run I, I, I stand behind that so the fact that it went eight you know of varying degrees you know and being the, the flagship show of the Arrowverse you know sounds like they're going to try to bring it out as, they, as it came in alrighty so next up um New Scooby Two movie cast Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman, which I will not—I will spare you my Tracy Morgan impression, of which I have none. But Tracy. uh, Yeah, but that sounds sounds weird. (laughs) Captain Caveman. No, okay. Anyway, um,
1: I really hope I was about to say, you know, it's. (laughs) I'm sorry to throw the the, (laughs) to throw the show off the rails here. Mm. When I read that uh, uh, Tracy Morgan was going to play Captain Caveman, I had the same thought you did. <laughs> trying to figure out how he's going to alter his voice, which is so iconic.
0: Distinctive, yes.
1: It's, it's so, it's, it's so as you said, distinctive. That's part of his charm. It's part of his act. Yeah. That, you know, him, him transforming it into
0: Captain Caveman.
1: <laughs>
0: which, uh, you know... I can see it, but at the same time it's like, huh, weird. But apparently there's more to this article as, um, so according to the Hollywood Reporter, there's going to be, it's not just him, it's, but it's a, a pretty star-riddled affair with this na- new movie. Um, Frank Walker, you know, you know, he's going to be Scooby, again, as he has has done long since. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Tracy Morgan's Cape man. Will Forte is shaggy. Uh, Gina Rodriguez's Velma. Uh, let's see, there was some other... Oh, yeah, and so that's just, like, the voice work. But apparently this movie is going to be... Uh, the story sees the Mystery Inc. gang join forces with other heroes of the Hanna-Barbera universe to save the world from Dick Dastardly and his evil plans. So it's almost like some Laugh-Olympics-type s- s- situations going on here. If you rem- don't remember Laugh-Olympics, you're not old enough. Mm. So, yeah. Um... So yeah, so apparently as yes, it's going to be a big Hanna Barbera universe thing that maybe they're going to do a their own uh, HBU, which technically already is because Scooby Doo's been around forever, so and and still plunk, plunking out movies.
1: I gotcha. Next right. up, next up, Topher Grease's, uh cut together. Uh, the ten Star Wars movies into a mega trailer. So yes, folks,
0: that Topher Grace, Spider Man, that 70s Show, that Topher Grace also done a side guard. So this is not the first time he's done an editing gig where he's edited some stuff together. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the last one he did. That that was that the actual was pretty decent. Um, and it wasn't just him alone. It's he he and some other person that did this particular one. And I think the last the the last one also, Uh the last couple that he's done in the past. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but i'm kind of i'm i'm, I'm curious to see how they splice all of those movies like I said according to this it says ten movies two nerds one weekend when our wives were out of town enjoy uh, grace wrote on twitter um so yeah it's a big mega trailer for all the star wars movies um, okay it's, it's that's a lot I need to watch it um but i did I meant to do it before now, but I didn't next up. Uh, you got this. Oh. Uh, Star Trek Discover renewed for third season, which is good because I just started the first season. Ah! <laughs> so I mean, I hear good. I've been hearing good things about the show. Um, So I'm glad it's going. Hopefully it makes it. So I will say this. Hopefully it makes it seven run like the seventh season run like the other shows have done. I mean, barring um, the animated series and the original series. But, you know, all the other shows have gone seven, seven. Actually, excuse me, uh, Enterprise didn't. But that's neither here nor there for that. So hopefully it makes it a seven-year run if it's if it's potential to do that. Because, you know, from what I've seen so far, it's been pretty decent. All right. Next up.
1: All right, we have Spillover. Yes, we do. Uh, so there's a featurette out there that dives into the design of Star Trek Discovery Section 31, which is... Uh, uh, organization, a mysterious organization in the world of Starfleet.
0: So yeah, so basically, the Star Trek fans already know. This. Station Thirty-One is basically the 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 the, uh, the the skunks' works. You know, the the black ops. Uh, you know, CIA spies. You know, all that kind of good behind the uh, the the, um, the Federation. They get the okay. stuff done. Yeah, they get the stuff done that, that, that the Federation can't officially do. You know, with arguably no oversight, you know, okay, skills, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we've and Section 301 has, has you know, throughout various um iterations of Star Trek outside of like TRS and whatnot, um, ha- has been around. Uh, I believe they first showed up in, in Next, Next Generation. It is kind of weird. So and we know Section Thirty-One has been around for a while, but it's kind of weird. Like, obviously, TOS had nothing to do, with, you know, um, had nothing about this because that wasn't a thing back then, or as far as I know. But I'm pretty, and this is set before TOS discovery is, right? So some of the stuff that's in the show is kind of weird for that reason. But you know, you gotta. You got to take it for what it is. Luckily, Michelle Yeoh's still around because uh, you know if you've watched even the first couple episodes of Michelle, I mean uh, of Destroyer, her her character doesn't stick around that long, but it has come back uh, on a few different occasions. So that's always dope to see. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, Speaking of Star Trek series, Star Trek, Patrick uh, Patrick Stewart says Picard series is made for binge watching. Um. So, apparently, in an interview, Stuart says that the uncompleted series is being written as one 10 hour story as opposed to episodic standalone narrative of Star Trek The Next Generation. So, for all you binge watchers out there, that's, that's probably good for you. There you go. Next.
1: All right. So, there's a second trailer for the new Hellboy movie. Um,. And uh, it features glimpses at the main characters, especially David Harbour as Hellboy. And it's uh, apparently very gory and full of monsters. Apparently. which more of uh, Mila Jovovich's uh, bad guy, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't know if you saw it, uh, Age of 70, but the, the trailer for Dark uh, Dark Phoenix...
1: I know it came out. I did not watch it.
0: Yeah, it was a. It was in the preview of um of my showing of uh, Captain. Oh,
1: Marvel. I walked in when it was on. Okay. I walked in when it was playing, so I did catch a couple of seconds.
0: Yeah, I, I'm still not sure what to think about that movie, but hey, sure, it is a thing. I don't it's, think we had any news about that, but I just saw it flashing in the thing.
1: I was about to say it's not something I'm rushing to see.
0: Yeah, basically. Uh, next up. I don't know why we didn't... Oh, I knew why we didn't talk about this. So, because I totally... So, when this actually happened, I did not put it in the lineup for some stupid reason. Because it happened the day before we aired the last episode. Or we recorded the last episode. And that is... Wait, is it... Yeah, anyway. I'll go ahead and take it anyway. Um, I'll take these next two. Oh,
1: yours. Yeah, Yeah, this one's yours. We'll take the next two.
0: I'll take the next two, yeah. So, Luke Perry has died... Um if I had thought about it last week would have brought it up then and for some strange reason I didn't. But yes, Luke Perry of uh Riverdale and more known to more people uh uh, uh for nine oh two one oh has passed. I think we did talk about the fact that he did have a stroke. Um uh, or maybe we didn't talk about that either. But yeah, he had a stroke and then uh died not too long after that, uh within uh, a couple of days after that stroke. That's right. The stroke was last week Wednesday, and then he died on the following Monday. So he was 52 years old, and um, uh, the CW issued uh, an official response on Lou Perry's death. And there was a lot of people that were commenting on his death who were heartbroken, because that was a lot of women's crushes from nine on two on eight days, if you're of a certain vintage. Um,
1: I'm going to say, look, if you grew up in the late 80s and early 90s, get them.
0: And Get on him. that, uh, Riverdale creator dedicates all future shows to Luke Perry. Cool. And I don't know if that's in like the series, the season, or the series, just whatever going forward. I don't know. Uh, but regardless, yeah, there you go. So, R.I.P. Luke Perry. And yeah, don't seriously. you don't you, you start.
1: Thank yeah, you. way too soon. Like, you know, he was fifty-two. Mm-hmm. That's not, That's a little too close for comfort.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. tell me about it.
1: So, um, our next story is about uh, a Gundam movie, a live-action Gundam movie, which has
0: hired an acclaimed writer. So this so, is kind of funny because I think after so so people did not know this because I don't. We talked about this after the show last week about right. Gundams, which is kind of funny that this brought was brought up. Exactly. So uh, apparently,
1: uh, Brian K. Vaughn is going to pen the script for this movie. Yep.
0: So and I like how some articles will be like, Yeah, why the why the last man and um 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 runaways Brian K. Vaughn like, okay, y'all know saga's a thing and big. Why y'all right. <laughs> why y'all just, just going 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 old school. But anyway, so Brian K. Vaughn, yes, will writing is writing the script to this Gundam movie. I'm oh man, I don't know how a live action Gundam movie. And granted there are I think I feel like there are some out there. I mean,
1: listen. It's going to be. And I'm not talking
0: about Pacific Rim. I'm talking about like actual, yeah, exactly. you know, um, they, and, but they might be Japanese productions. How a production of a Gundam movie is? I'm, I'm. I am i do not know. You know, they're they they do not always do great with adaptations we'll
1: of. We'll see. We'll see stuff. how things move along. The hope is that they get some casting correct, and uh, you know, the, that, if Brian Vaughn can put together
0: a good story, one would hope. Yep. So yeah, so we'll see how they that 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 goes off. Um, speaking of Godzilla, was a, another preview that was there, not necessarily oh, anything to that. do with yeah, that did, didn't have anything to do with Gundams, but still, Giant Max. I,
1: I would have liked to see that
0: because it, it, yeah, it was it was interesting. At first, I thought it was like, wait, they're doing another Pacific Rim, hmm. but then you know then it starts showing itself. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, anyway, next up, this is you is it? Oh dang it. Uh the Disney Plus streaming service will offer every single Disney movie. That means they're going to the vault, folks. I know what the vault is. Um
1: Yeah, that's where they used to put movies when all they did was release them on DVD.
0: Exactly. And- Yes, and they would go back to the vault for an unspecified amount of time or never to be seen again until right. the next time they brought the movies back out and released. Right, them. I mean,
1: they created demand for those DVDs because you couldn't find, we'll use The Lion King as an example. Mm-hmm. That was actually out of print for a long time. That was not available generally on home video. It was on like ABC Family before it became Freeform. right. You would not you were not able to get that until relatively recently, you know same thing with Beauty and the Beast. they would essentially create demand for the re-releases of these titles on Blu-ray, and mm. it worked for them, but now with Disney plus, everything's going to be available.:
0: yep, everything you get to do. so I'm assuming this is also um like 2D stuff, their original stuff, and also Pixar, I would imagine because would I would think yeah I would so that's a lot of stuff. Um I mean and that's probably you know not even like they're both that the quote unquote vault is deep regardless of you know it was just that stuff regardless of their properties of Marvel and um you know uh, uh, and and uh Star Wars Right so yeah. that's arguably if you're a Disney fan that's arguably a good value even oh, though absolutely. but but at the same time if you're a Disney fan you probably got all of those movies already
1: Well, if not all of them, like I said, a lot of them because of what's in and out of print. So I'll use, you know, the example I was going to cite is that I've, I've, um, I've uh, pulled back on getting uh, Blu-rays of the Toy Story movies because there's a fourth one that's on the way. Yes. So
0: I. Oh, so you're waiting to box them all up
1: exactly but now that uh, they're all going to be on disney plus i'm wondering what to do
0: and not only that but um like incredibles 2 just came out on blu-ray but not long after that is on netflix right so and that's a thing that's probably not going to happen that much longer but still it is a exactly. thing that happens so yeah that is that is something to, to, to think about um anyway so that's the thing uh that's still happening sometime this year pricing we i think we still don't know have a a full lead about it but supposedly it's comparable with some of the other stuff that's out there that's All not right. netflix All right so um our next story oh like, um so wait so this is the one i pulled up um that's not in the lineup because, okay because i think that was it for for uh cinematic news what, not the rumor of the day? There's still like two more. Oh, wait a minute. Where did hold on? Did I put it in oh I'll put it in the wrong place. I'm sorry. Nope, nope, no. Nope. So yeah, go ahead and do those two. Rumor those two.
1: of the day. Uh Collider spilled some of the possible details about who else may make up the rest of the new suicide squad in the James Gunn movie.
0: And um we, and this, we includes that, about... this includes that this includes that right. rumor of uh Idris Elba, by the way. Exactly.
1: We we spoke about Idris uh earlier and now we're talking about
0: what happened? Go ahead. Sorry, what happened? No, he some people have called him. Or I think he has called himself a big drizz because when he was, oh. I think he was a rapper, or a DJ. Oh called him goodness. big drizz from the re from the east. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Anyway.
1: So that that being said, <laughs> uh, apparently Harley Quinn is also likely to return. It's not confirmed, but now um, some of the, the the characters who are out are Captain Boomerang, Killer Croc katana and uh, the enchantress and in possibly our King shark ratcatcher peacemaker polka dot man and uh, that's that's about it so far you know th- that's the rumor
0: uh, bit, uh, man DC's got some real stupid anyway um hey <laughs> what are you gonna do yeah well, I don't know embrace it I guess uh, I I slightly questioned, but again, I, I, I get it. They could still do it, because I thought they got rid of en- Enchantress at the... I thought she was dealt with at the end of uh, the first Suicide Squad movie. So. Yeah, she was. I, I'm, but again, it's still a rumor, regardless. Oh, no, it says out. So, which means these people exactly. are not coming back.
1: Right, they're not coming back.
0: Yeah, sorry. So, I, I read that totally wrong, I am about to say. And obviously um uh the other guy whose name is escapes me, who was basically Ghost Rider almost. The uh, the flame guy, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh who was already dealt with halfway through the movie, so we know he's right. not coming back. Right, right, right. Um, who they decided not to name in this article, by the way. So that's right. That's right. I just wow. noticed that. Um anyway, so yeah, that's the thing. It's coming at some point. Mm-hmm. and don't know um Viola Douglas or um or or Joel Kinnaman aka right. the or the wall and Rick Flag are coming back gotcha
1: and last on our spillover sheet is that Hawkman is reportedly soaring to the DCEU in the Black Adam movie
0: yeah so again rumor rumor rumor
1: i mean when are we going to see this black adam movie
0: who even the knows
1: rock, the rock is churning out movie after movie that are barely watchable and oh no I mean, I watched Skyscraper. came on HBO this week. Oh. This past week, and I was just like, hey.
0: I mean, you know, everybody's got to do that turn. Not everybody, but every uh, of that elk has to do that turn. So, Actually, he's done a couple of them, so let me shut up. Um, Yeah, And then, of course, Hobbs and Shaw is still a thing, which also was another preview that I was... Oh, really? Yeah, that was another preview uh, that I saw, which I mean, seen it before, so... Um, But last in cinematic news that's not on the sheet and this will keep me from having to put it on there next week Uh, And as uh, Agent 70 is a fan of this I thought it was fitting to throw this in there regardless Andy Serkis joins Mouse Guard adaptation
2: yeah
0: (laughs) I mean of course Andy Serkis is probably going to be some um, promotion cap and he's probably going to play a mouse that's probably not that big of a stretch um, uh, it says here, Circus is reportedly the story's villain, which also, you know, uh, he plays a good villain also.
1: He might be a weasel, actually. Um, if you've read Mouse Guard.
0: I have never, you, know, you would know more than I would. Uh, apparently. Oh, yeah,
1: there's, there's lots of animals that make appearances in Mouse Guard. So if he's the villain, and I'm thinking of um, some of the big villains, you well, know. It the, says here. Uh, oh, it does say in the article? Yeah.
0: Reportedly. So it says, uh, circus is reportedly the story's villain, the guards blacksmith midnight.
1: Oh, so he is a mouse. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so one of the guys, newest and youngest members who will be called upon. Oh, that they're just talk about the, the, the crux of the movie. So yeah. So there you go. Cool.
1: That's um... exciting.
0: I again have still have not read I know you're a big fan of this. I've not read any bit of card at all, but you have glowed about it. I'm kinda of curious to check it out.
1: Trust me, it doesn't take a long time to read. It takes a long time to
0: absorb the cool art. Sure. So Um Cool. That being the case, we are going to push on to the um Real briefly to the uh, because luckily there's not enough comic book news, but I will go ahead and mention a couple of things in the clickbait to check out, and that is there's a um, the truth behind the Jack Kirby Black Panther KKK meme. Spoiler alert, Jack, while Jack Kirby did create help create the character of uh Black Panther, it was uh, the writer of the Black Panther book at the time, Don McGregor. Don McGregor, thank you. Wait, same Don McGregor that's doing a lot of Disney stuff now, right. He's doing um, Uncle Scrooge and all that kind of good stuff, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I'm not sure. I met Don McGregor at Terrificon last year. He's really cool. I'm not sure if they're one and the same.
0: I feel like that is, but I don't know. So uh, Don, so it was Don McGregor who wrote The Avengers of Black Panther, who the meme should be attributed to instead of Jack Kirby, because like the, apparently, And I didn't know this was a thing because I don't recall seeing this meme that often. But apparently, there's a meme that was going around says that says, reminder, remember when he was originally writing uh, Black Panther, Jack Kirby's editors told him to put more white people in the comic. So in the next issue, he he had him beat up the KKK." Ah,
1: uh, yeah, no, that was definitely Don McGregor,
0: and that was again. Yeah, so again, uh, apparently, this has come up recently. So the art, so the writer of this article thought to um, shed some light on it, which thought mm-hmm. it had been dealt with enough. So it was Don McGregor that wrote it, even though mm-hmm. Kirby. Made the character, helped make the character. He did not write the story of, but it did happen. It just didn't happen that that Kirby wrote it. Exactly, because that's attributed correctly. Correct, and because I don't think Kirby's never did any writing.
1: He did, but not. I I don't think it was for the for for the
0: Black Panther. I think he did
1: New Gods. Yes, right. He did New Gods. Yes, and he did Captain America. He did a run of Captain America
0: too. Right, like that was like the Mad Bomb era. Oh right, shit. I'm. I'm sure someone's going to think me over that. Whatever. Um,
1: it's so, okay. We back each other up. Don't worry.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so that is the truth about that. And also uh, a poll list for Monica Rambeau, who was also shown um, some kind of way in um, in uh, in uh, Captain Marvel. By the way. Uh, and uh, speaking of, uh, well, going back to Black Panther, Luke Cage, and uh, the first black artist to draw both, whose name, unfortunately, named uh, Billy Graham. <laughs> or it shares a name with I Associates right. you know Billy Graham. Uh and I do remember vaguely on some of this, but some of the, the there's a character study um that was done by the New York uh, on the New York Times by Sean Howe who wrote that book on Marvel um a while back. So I guess fitting. Maybe it's in the book. I don't know. I still never finished that book. But regardless, it's a it's a good uh you should go check out that, that um this article. Uh, it's called Black Panther, Luke Cage, and the first black artist to draw both. Um, mm-hmm. It is in the show notes. If you, so you'll see that. So now let's get to the, um, the comic book news.
1: All righty. Transition. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, first story. Is uh, DC reveals Batman's bizarre, even by his standards, birthday ritual. So this was uh, actually in uh, last week's uh, Detective, Detective Comics. right Detective yeah. issue, the Detective Comics issue nine nine nine. I finally caught up to it uh, last week. Okay, you know I didn't have a chance to read it uh, in time for last week's uh, show, but I did read it um, soon thereafter, and. Apparently, it's bizarre because uh, Bruce Wayne basically goes into, uh, you know, um, virtual reality and tests himself.
0: Own, right. Of his own design to mm-hmm. test himself because Bruce has got problems. We all know yep. this. We've known Pretty this for years. Much. Um, so, And almost gets himself kills because after, as the saying goes, whatever doesn't kill you, make you stronger as this article and that book and the issue itself <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of points out next up uh speaking of bizarreness in batman's uh d c plans for Batman's eightieth birthday uh and in, to include one point five million bats and maybe some comics and the only thing I can think of is that episode of, of w a k r p where they released uh the frozen turkeys and oh <laughs> the humanity. Oh my gosh. Which, if you have a certain vintage, you will definitely get that reference, and I'm sure not a lot of you will. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um. um so, yeah. They- uh, so, apparently... Oh, and that's happening at... Uh, speaking. Uh, so, that's happening uh, during South by Southwest, which is happening now, actually. Um, or starting... I see people starting to go now, and then it'll be next week. Because... Uh, So Mm -hmm. South by Southwest is a a two-week affair, but the interactive version, the the interactive part, which is this is going on with, is only like a few days. The two weeks is for the music stuff. Uh, Well, it's all in total, but the music stuff usually takes a lot longer, and that's usually like two weeks. Um, If you ever get a chance to go to South by Southwest, it's crowded and busy and crazy and and quite frightening if you're introvert like me. But it's actually a good time. Marvel Unlimited was um, was um, was uh, was uh, first uh, brought up there back in okay. like oh nine. I remember being there for that, and then they started doing a, a adding more to the interactive line and doing more comic and gaming stuff.
1: Okay, cool.
0: And Austin's cool. So anyway, next.
1: All right. So some sad news. Yes. Um, West Coast Avengers is a sunny, screwy superhero romp. That's ending too soon. So, so this is basically, it, uh, ending it's in basically April after only ten issues.
0: Yeah. So this is basically a, was a review of the last issue, which I didn't get to um talk about. But apparently it also brings up the fact that uh the wackos are ending again. That sucks that it's
1: only ten. They can even make it to they, you know, they should at least make it to twelve so they could have two good trades. Right. But I could, could still have two trades but with only five issues each.
0: Right. So yeah. Sorry to see it go. Like I, I had interpretations going into this book, but it turned out to be really good, pretty good, even with yeah. a couple of people that I don't like. So, hey, I'm sorry to see this book go. Uh, next up, speaking of endings, I a book I'm not let, uh have well, not uh, sad to see go. Spider-Man, Deadpool will end in issue fifty. Yeah, so I wasn't reading that. Yeah, I wasn't either. So I'm like, I think I, think I read might have, might have read like one issue, and that was a while ago, and I don't even know what possessed me to do that one. But hey, it's coming to an end, which is fine because between the both of them, they've got like 30 books, so. All right, they'll be fine.
1: Exactly. Uh, next up, apparently there's an artist named Odd Koch who uh, is sharing artwork from a canceled vision not,
0: series at marvel not a canceled one but the canceled one the one that chelsea Kane was supposed to be uh, um yes i the, the one that, that chelsea Kane was supposed to be writing gotcha 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 and this was the artist for that book um and yeah so here he was on uh i guess it was on twitter where uh he just threw out some art that um of the the uh, vision family tree as it were Including the That's Pims right. and Janet and the, all, all the various leaves and you know offshoots. Wait, Frankie Ray? I don't what is huh?
1: You know Frankie Ray? I was, know, right? but
0: what is what oh, is? Uh, I know, uh, but how is she tied into? Anyway, uh, I'll do some history, on that. don't don't add me on that either. Like a lot of this is kind of known, but some of us like like Frankie Ray. I didn't I didn't know her. Anybody in her her or anyone in her family had any dealings with? <laughs> Anyone remotely close. Is it through? I don't know. It's uh, kind of like so. If you if you're not watching the video, there is a what looks to be uh, some tangled trees with the various uh, uh, names of people in the the Vision slash uh, Pym family tree. So at the top you have like Viv, uh, Viv, Van, Virginia, and Vision is right there somewhere in the middle. You know, and then it kind of goes and weaves itself through other people like, you know, Simon Williams, Eric Williams. Oh. Uh, Nadia Pym, Hank Pym, Janet, okay. Maria. So
1: her stepfather was Phineas Horton, who was the creator of the Android Human Torch.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you. And
1: I was about to say, I knew it was related through the Human Torch, but I wasn't sure how. Right. Okay. So-
0: Doris Horton. Yeah. Uh, also. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So she and had a right
1: so father. Her stepfather was Phineas Horton, and apparently, uh, she discovered you know like she had these flame powers. Yes, um, that
0: part I remember. Oh, right, but I the the, the the part about Phineas Horton, yeah, which is so right here. So there. And wait, why does it say Voltron? Where it, um, on the family tree? Yeah. I
1: haven't looked I'm not looking at the family shows like I was looking
0: up uh, Ray let me see so yeah so on the on the, if you're watching the if you're not watching the video but if you are then you should really watch the video but if you are watching the video on the left side of the, the picture you'll see Frankie Ray Lynette Ray uh Adam 2 Gremlin fin, Dr. Phineas Horton, and on there it says Voltron <laughs> I think that uh, might be an in joke maybe uh, but anyway, regardless, that is that. It's you know, it's some, it's you know, we're not gonna get that book, and this is some art they, the artist decided to, to, to throw out there for you know. And yeah, he's right. It's um, it is a mess to kind of draw that family tree because that's 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 a whole lot. <laughs> anyway, next. Oh Voltan. Oh Volt. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. I I I put a. I put the R in there. You
1: read what you wanted to read. Uh, yes.
0: Guilty. <laughs> guilty. I still don't know who Voltan is, but you know what? We I'll don't need even... that
1: up now. That's yeah. funny as hell. But go on, you got
0: next. Um go well, we've already talked about this. Marvel's oh. Meet the Scrolls may well, we talked about it, but we didn't necessarily talk about this. Um uh, Marvel's sure. Meet the Scrolls may hint at the return of the ultimate universe. And I read the book, and I don't remember how, but apparently Tim, our own Tim Adams, um, was on the case for that one. So NF says, and just you know what, I, I won't spoil it. Read the uh, read the article because you know go get go get Tim some clicks. It's good. There you go. Um, so next up.
1: Next up, Jen
0: Bartel Tease's Captain Marvel Adidas Shoe
1: Collection. Okay? Not only
0: Tease, but they are out as uh, as of uh, re- re- this recording. And I think there's a limited supply, so I don't know. So you go hit up your local feel-locker f- f- or wherever so you can cop. They're actually good-looking shoes. Um, if you've been on Twitter, well, they're not in this because This was before the fact. So, yeah, Jen Bartel's the artist, um, does some, some, some great work. Yeah. Um, if you think about uh, what Captain Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel's uh, suit would look like as a shoe, there you go. That's what it looks mm-hmm. like. It's a good looking shoe. Just go check them out. Uh, and like I said, they are out in, in limited supply. So, you know. Um, the sooner you hear this and get to that point, if you're a sneakerhead, you may or may not you might want to check them out. I should have put in another thing to um, put about that, regardless, whatever. Next. Um Marvel Unlimited digital subscription library expands this March. There's a bunch of stuff coming to Marvel Unlimited. We don't have to get into all of that. Nice. Usually they're like four to six months behind. So whatever came out about four, four, four or five months ago mm-hmm. it's, it's, Do they take stuff off? Uh no.
1: Wow. So they just I'm
0: Free that I have I don't recall them taking anything off. Okay. There's a lot they still don't have on there, mind you, but I don't recall them taking much off, if anything. And if they had taken off some, there's probably a reason for it, but I don't remember any. I can't think of any anything Gotcha. About it.
1: Gotcha. So, All right, next up. So apparently yeah. there was a rumor that Disney was is closing <laughs> Marvel. Joe Quesada had to come out and shut that down.
0: Yes. So, and that was also another joke by. Um, well, there was a joke by uh, Zdarsky saying, "I didn't know uh, Disney was going to shut down DC Comics." Oh no! And then, and then somebody was like, "Well, that's a different company." And then Starz was like, "No, Disney Comics." So uh, anyway, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, apparently there was there was some silly rumor going around saying that. And it was closing out, which I don't know why that would that would be stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't say that it could never happen. Let's 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 be let's be real, but that seems highly unlikely. And again, you know, Joe comes out and says, "No, nah, that's not true." In fact, uh, I want to say, "Oh yeah." So one of the, the reasons why he brought this out because and one of the reasons why I rarely use the site. Um, is because, according to his Twitter thing, it says must be a slow news day, ladies and uh, ladies and gents. I give you the dumbest comic conspiracy of the week, and he points to a bleeding cool article. Okay, the, uh, that that uh, is apparently some rumors about that. So you know, uh, but if you're at South by Southwest again, he'll be there doing this couple Joe panel, I believe. Oh no, he'll be doing, um. Oh, so this is coming up from a upcoming panel at South by Southwest called Marvel from Comics to Screens that apparently sparked the rumor some kind of way, which led Joe Quesada to squash it. Go figure. And a couple of sites have um, already, outside of this article, have debunked mm-hmm. the rumors. Next up. Um, let's see. Oh. I think uh, this is it, actually. Last, last yep. bit of news. Uh, hit indie comic Black gets a sequel called White. Uh, so if you remember, and I think, uh, I guess, no disclosure needed, but uh, half the panel, not half the panel, well, definitely half the panel tonight, but half the the, the Cumber Chronicles crew backed the original run of uh, the, uh, the Kickstarter of Black. Which was, hey, what if black people uh, in in the world, uh, what if only black people got powers? Well, coming from that, um, the creators of black are doing another one called white, which goes from the other end and says that, hey, in a world where only black people have uh, superpowers, what do the white people do? And apparently this uh, is going to uh, examine that. So you can almost, if judging by what I'm seeing here, it says in white, a, a, politi- a politician named Theodore man, whose family exploited empowered blacks for uh, centuries is now president of the United States. Man's administration has enacted controversial measures to deal with the empowered people. He's deemed terrorists and he is uh, stoking national terror um, tensions to win public support for man. First, a cybernetically augmented soldier program. Sounds for me, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Um, so, yeah, actually, it's is different in a couple of these, and some would argue probably ripped from the head rise in one little small thing. But regardless, you know, you, you, there have been comic stories that sound similar to this. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I haven't backed it yet, and I'm not sure. Um, uh, I, I will probably will if I get, get a little bit of extra on this one. But yeah, so same creative teams, and this is an article. With uh, with uh, one of the with the the team, with the, with some of the team about it. Gotcha. Uh, if that is interesting to you, you should check that out. All righty, and that, folks, okay. is um, it for the comics and it for this show. We got another ad read to come. Our last ad read of the night is for Amazon. Like I promised,
1: visit CSPN.us then click the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down and click on the Amazon link to shop. Purchase items from Amazon as you normally would, whether it's books, music, electronics, jewelry, apparel, or comics. Uh, for every purchase made on Amazon through our link, Amazon sends the CSPN a payment. That helps us keep the comic book chronicles free for our listeners at no extra cost to you. Amazon.com through CSPN.us. Do it today!
0: All right. Um. So we will be back next time next week at our regular time of Thursday nine p.m. ish. That's right. To no record another episode for a little while. Yes. Uh. Exactly. Not until. Well, uh, actually, I don't know. Are you going to see uh, Shazam? Uh, I'm not sure. We'll f- we'll see. Yeah, so that's April fifth, so we still got time All for right. that, regardless. Um, yep. And I don't think there's anything else coming out in soon. But regardless, next week we will be back with another episode of Cumber Chronicles. Um, you can find me cat on Twitter, uh, Need on Twitter, CBcaps on Instagram, uh, Newsnotesneed Newsnotesneed uh, Reddit, Agent underscore seventy on Instagram and Twitter. PCN underscore dirt on Twitter, uh, popculturenetwork.com, uh, uh, and popculture on Twitter, uneatcomments.com, uh, and other places. You can all find all that on popculturenetwork.com. Uh, Tim, D O G G 9 8 on Twitter, CB Cron on Twitter, um, uh, D Click Nation on Twitter, and also D Click And also, of course, as we have said previously, uh, comic book resources go there and go go click on Tim and read his stuff it's Tim Adams not Tim Weber there's another Tim go check him out he's writing his face off over there um, we are on I keep wanting to say the phrase that pays and I do not know why but call the Podcast Network the CSPN.US go to there and go check us out and other fine podcasts <laughs> And of course, Google Play, uh, Apple iTunes, aka uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and the Cold of the podcast networks, SoundCloud. Link. Go there and check us out all, all, um, all over that spice. And with that, folks, this has been the Click Nation's combo Chronicles. We will see you all next week. Peace. Peace one.